0: I don't like public speaking at all.
1: Anyways, so it was summer 2020 and I called them and I said, Hey, I know I sound crazy. (laughs) And they go, we get that all the time. Yeah. I know I sound like I'm insane, but I've got, I think I've got something going on right now. Like I had my wisdom teeth removed when I was 18 and I think they're coming back in. (laughs) I'm not kidding. I'm 110% serious. I'm like I feel something back there. I feel them, and I'm in I'm in some pain,
2: and I could use my tongue. And there's something coming through. On all four again.
1: All of them doing the same yeah. thing
2: again. Oh, also, my hygienist. Quick aside, she asked me if I had wisdom teeth taken out, and I was like, "You don't fucking know that already." Right? Also, <laughs> you, you don't know see? that. <laughs> she was like, "Yeah, we got something here. Are you wisdom teeth taken out?" And I go, "No, they fell out." Yeah. <laughs> that, well, that and it's mad. like your
1: job is looking melts. I feel like you could tell who had surgery. And right. we didn't like we removed. Yeah. It's like having your arm cut off. You're like, do you have, ever want to have your arm cut off?
2: It's like, it's gone. Yeah, I have a prosthetic. Was that limb. amputated or, did, or yeah. did it fall off? Or is, the, is that real arm You just spit it. Yeah, no, it's it's absurd. It makes yeah, you feel exactly. like exactly. Pay attention.
1: So that's your dentist. Fucking blows, and it's you know what I'm never going to go to Doctor <laughs> Herzog. <dude. laughs> I'm telling you,
2: just I want to get the laser. I want just, the laser. Dude,
1: go to sure. Doctor Herzog. He's in Danvers. Just go stay at your dad's house and go to the dentist. It's not that far from him, so it's great. So.
2: That's, um, that, that's perfect weekend i get not only have to go to the dentist i have to go with my dad all weekend too.
1: awesome dude this is a great just get it all done in one uh
2: get your annual visits
1: yep, so it all up um no but anyway so i went there and i was like i'm in a lot of pain and my teeth are coming through again i'm freaking out i and there's like four out of 300 million americans a year have this actually happen that's like four impressive. people in the
2: U.S. every year. This I was actually about to does say, happen. Started, I was like, I bet that happens sometimes. So people who it have does. like yeah. you know, the, you know, their their twin is like growing in their uh, shoulder blade. and mm-hmm. They find like a skeletal remain. It's like one in seven billion people, but it's enough to you to be like, that's probably me.
1: This is like one in three hundred and fifty <laughs> million people happens to, and oh, I'm so like, it's pretty common. Cool, I'm one of them this year. So, <laughs> yeah, you got them right here. So I, I went the in duplicates. there. I went in there, and talked to the dentist. And he's like. You know, not by not really thinking that's the case, but let's take a look because you know you're in some pain. Super quickly, just he's like he's like I'm like yeah, you feel that? He's like no. I'm like you don't feel that. He's like I don't feel it at all. And I was like you sure? He's like yeah, you had them removed, and it's it's just where the hole is, and you are probably feeling the edge or something. And I was like he's like trust me, I'm looking at your X-rays from you know a decade ago when you cut them out. You
2: don't have nothing there up
1: here. There's nothing coming in like from coming down here. And, yeah. um, and that's a good point he's... where
2: they probably those people those four people they probably know right away when they take it out they go oh you got doubles they don't go like what's oh, that second thing yeah oh, we'll ignore yeah. that for five years until the second one comes out. yeah exactly yeah.
1: so he told me uh, a, a very un uh, exciting diagnosis is that it was covid and you have anxiety and you grind your teeth at night now i'm like
2: yeah uh, probably i'm like yeah, yeah well, that pain, sounds about right pain.
1: Yeah, yep. it was like, sounds about right, my friend. So that'll um, do it. Yeah. yeah, he's like, yeah, there's a second pandemic of people grinding their teeth and I'm seeing it all the time. Like,
2: yeah. yeah. Okay, well, um, let's not use that word for it. It's kind of what we're <laughs> Yeah, right. Well, he's a dentist, so. Yeah, he's had quite a couple of years, I'm sure. Yeah. How do you work in people's mouths when they're wearing a mask? It's true. It's like, what the sound of one hand clapping? I don't do know. Do you think
0: he had like one of those rebreathers type of thing like a whole full face mask <laughs> to do
2: it <laughs> like, yeah it's I over i have the high ground <laughs> open wide <laughs> uh, yeah all
1: right shall we uh get into fears and phobias besides dentistry <laughs> welcome to the dylan and joe basement podcast episode 60 something uh i'm one of your hosts dylan with the the purple shirt on here if you can't uh, see me because you're driving a car. I am wearing a purple shirt. My name's Dylan. And uh, <laughs> I'd like to introduce you to our co host, uh, Joseph.
2: Joseph, ahead, everyone. Hi, everybody. It's me, Joe, from the Known Joe Placement Podcast. We have a very special episode for you today, as we always do. Again, it's still spooky season. We're talking some spooky stuff today with a very special guest, the greatest guest, the hottest guest, the most <laughs> lovely guest. Her name? is Kirsten. Please introduce Hi. yourself to the podcast fans.
0: Hi, <laughs> I'm Kirsten. <laughs> nice to meet all of you.
2: <laughs> nice to meet you as well, Kirsten. She's the one that's working on lobstersonly.com right now. She's also been my great friend for very many years and is a avid listener to the podcast. So unlike some people who like to join the podcast on an Amazon Kindle with no microphone, she knows what she's doing and she knows what she's talking about.
1: Kirsten is uh, someone I had the pleasure of meeting uh, a month ago, two months ago, Joe's birthday party. We mm-hmm. had some awesome conversations over a couple beers. We talked about all sorts of cool stuff, and she is the best website designer we've ever seen. <laughs> so we just want to <laughs> give you guys Simon a heads up. <laughs> Simon Mississippi yeah. and possibly left of it as well. So exactly. and that's let's all we're gonna do here
2: tonight. Really, we're just gonna have a couple of beers and talk about some fun stuff. You know,
1: let's
2: do the press.
1: No precious, Joe says. So so Joe, what are talking um, about today. Uh, last I checked, if I'm on the same page, we're talking about the clothing brand No Fear. No uh, fear. The how many girls brand. did you ask out wearing that, Joe? Zero.
2: I actually never owned it.
1: You never owned No Fear? Kirsten. Oh, I, you no, own no I fear? never owned anything. I cool. don't I've never
0: heard of that. Yeah.
2: No, no way you know so- you were one of the uh the fashion forward members of our school even going forward i remember you making fun of justin scrya's shoes because he didn't have school <laughs> shoes and you were always ahead of the game with that and i never was so i was mostly wearing gap and old navy for the most part i wasn't really ahead of the program tell us about no fear dylan
1: uh first tell though those particular shoes were uh tech deck brand uh, i thought that was weird <laughs> so um and yeah the plastic uh, toy skateboard <laughs> yes
0: yeah okay <laughs> All right. so
1: no fear
2: uh let's let's just dial this back i don't think uh, it was that i think it was true religion maybe his shoes no 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 uh, i don't what you're making fun of him for uh, the tech deck one i agree deck tech deck
1: i well, I, he's my first detention resulting situation so <laughs> there's a couple things going on um but shout out to him he's a great dude we made up and uh uh, he's and he made we wish she didn't move to Georgia. We had a eventually a great time. Yeah, Local he got hit. Wicked Cool. Wicked Cool. Um, and uh, he was always cool, which is, everyone has fears and phobias, possibly anxiety. So just everyone related, for are voice. are So, anyways, it's hard uh, fighting in. He had tech tech shoes, anyways. Um <laughs> uh no fear. Uh you guys will remember this. It has like a logo that looks like a tramp stamp that says no fear. And <laughs> yeah, there you go, Joe. We'll be up. Um <laughs> And it was a clothing brand you could buy from Macy's or JCPenney or Filene's specifically. Probably Marshall's, Marshall's and TJ Maxx always had it too because they're all one. Yeah. Um, but it just says it. no fear on it. And then with like a tribal tattoo, uh, maybe occasionally they had um, like flames shirts. I hope so. Yeah. Aesthetics. <laughs> yeah. And I was a no fear kid for at least like a year.
2: Mm-hmm. Ironic, really. Yeah. Yeah, plenty of fears. Because much like our (laughs) episode today, about fear and phobias, not about uh, fashion sense, but we're looking into the depths. I mean, this was Kirsten's idea. I think it was a great idea. We always talk about the spooky season about witches, most recently, haunted puppets and animatronics, and why does it make us feel that way? Why are we specifically afraid of some things over others? And that's what we want to talk about today fear and phobias. What makes you scared? Why are you scared of it? And um, all the kind of weird things people are scared of. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Uh, Joe, since we're
1: getting the ball rolling, you scared of caves or something?
2: Uh, Yeah, I I have a particular fear of uh, being in caves, as we know from the episode talking about horror movies, or more specifically best scary movies, when I talked about The Descent, which is definitely one of my top five scariest movies I've ever watched. Not because it's particularly horrifying, just the, you know, the monsters or the kills, it's really just the fact, I mean, the scariest scene in the movie isn't even when people are being eaten, it's when when the girl gets stuck, and she can't move her arm beyond her shoulder, and she starts breathing really fast, and her friend's trying to talk her through it, like, that's scarier to me than um, The Exorcist, because that could really happen I, mm-hmm. I feel like I have nightmares about this stuff all the time where I'm stuck somewhere and I, I can't get out and it's one of those things where you get so scared in the dream that it wakes you up thankfully mm-hmm. and then you're all of a sudden awake you're like oh my gosh I don't think I could last another minute in there you
0: know I get that <clears> yeah for sure
2: yeah. But I don't want to dive into all of our specific phobias right yet. I mean, let's let's just leave a wanted little to bit. go <laughs> over your background. <laughs> yeah, i mean, I'm glad <laughs> to talk about By it. But cave. I don't want to blow our load, you know, minute one what, what we have left. Yeah, we're, we're good starting good. out strong with a uh, true religion, uh and uh, no fear <laughs> <laughs> genes and all kinds
0: of good shit. I can't wait to see what that is because I, I cannot say that I know what that is yet.
1: You have, have to someone in your class definitely had it. I... They definitely I... did. There's I mean... no way if there's a kid who wore like like red hiking cargo pants with the cutoffs and like a shirt with like a flame on it. It was, it was him. You should probably call him right now.
2: Yeah. Hold on. He's telling yeah. you to call your ex-boyfriend from Yeah. <laughs> Tell you to call your first kiss, okay? Because he's, he definitely
0: is. <laughs> got you know what? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Now that you're talking about it, it's jogging some memories for me. So maybe you might be onto something.
1: <laughs> yeah. He's really into uh, possibly skateboards, James um, Bond. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, maybe uh, uh, Crossfade the Band. You're,
2: you're, you're wrapping up one particular person
1: here specific yeah.
3: person yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, it.
2: see philadelphia yeah. is very fashion forward dylan so she they might have missed that whole trend <laughs> they might have right just to, completely uh, tech, tech. just bypassed it because they said that's not good like, that's that not happening cool. <laughs> yeah no <laughs> we're going right be... to uh abercrombie because uh, we, we yeah yeah this isn't good for anyone
0: there was oops. a lot of that i will say there was a lot of abercrombie
2: amber crombie I, I, Ab- i've heard amber- that a lot Crumbie. of times amber Crumbie. people want to say amber because it's a word already but it's we all know A-B. it's a b yeah it is a b right it's yeah crombie and finch <laughs> yeah or amber crombie and finch finch yeah yeah more common they had so nice i wanted shit. to get They're into the nicest uh, clothes. Oh, sorry you don't want to do 10 more minutes on abercrombie i didn't mean to interrupt you, don't. fashion again yeah abercrombie was really nice there's like you know, let's i know, know it's top 10 men's fashion again but new
1: list <laughs> From a girl's perspective
2: Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> But also we talked about women's fashion My number one Push-up bra no, no That's a joke it's, obviously That's a good one I like it we all know it's 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 uh my boyfriend's button down shirt From last night Oh god yeah. Oof That's good <laughs> Nothing like the walk of shame
0: sweatshirt. Nothing looks better <laughs> Walk of shame sweatshirt
2: <laughs> Nothing looks better than that Good
0: look oh, yeah.
2: We like it So Joe
1: What's a fear <laughs> like, tell us, trying to um, circle
2: everyone back in because you made us. <laughs> you know, much like the uh, MPAA from the 70s, I don't know what's vulgar, but I'll know it when I see it, when it comes to fear. No, fear is a response that almost all animals have as far as even down to the little insects and as high-minded as us uh, hairless apes that we are now. And it's basically a survival instinct without fear all the things that are alive would have a hard time being alive. And because that's been bred in so ancient into the, you know, DNA of life forms, it's a great way to survive. It's like the same thing as being hungry. If you can't feel when you're hungry, when you need to sustain yourself. You're not going to survive. You're not going to pass your genes on. If you can't feel fear or know when there's danger posing, you and sense it earlier and react accordingly that you won't survive either. So all the animals that didn't feel fear are all dead. And that goes all the way down to the little tiny field mice, field mouse, not field mice, all the way up to an elephant or a lion. Like even they can feel fear because that's the survival instinct kicking in. In humans, and I imagine most animals, it happens. It starts rather in your amygdala, which is the part of your brain that recognizes things and immediately reacts. It's basically like your um, your emergency break or your uh, if for the Fast and Furious fans out there. When you hit the button and then the the NOS goes, and then you go, all right, let's go. Let's get up and go. Because it signals not only to your brain to start reacting, it signals to the rest of your body, to your extremities, and to your adrenal glands to get up and go. And it's actually the same part of your brain that recognizes um, facial emotions. So if you see someone looks like they're in pain or someone is happy, it's that immediate feeling. It's almost like a, a reflex. Before you understand, you see their face, you feel a certain way. And then your brain processes and go, oh, they're happy. Or, oh, oh, they look like they're in pain or like, oh, they look really frightened. I don't know what's going on there. It's almost like the first step before it gets to the bigger part of your brain that starts to react to all the actual thoughts of it. Yeah, much like a reflex. You, you can touch something, take your hand off it, and then you go, oh, that was hot. You don't put your finger on and go, this is hot. I should take my hand off. It's the same thing for fear. When, you, when something's freaking you out, you get freaked out first. And you assess it later because the longer it takes you to kind of parse out what's going on, the more chance you're gonna be a goner.
1: Is that the same part of the brain as Waterboy? Oh
2: uh, no, that's the Medulla oblongata. <laughs> I just wanted to hear you say it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mama say alligator's so angry because they have all them teeth and no toothbrush. Mama's wrong. <laughs>
1: So so that's fear. Um, and uh, and phobias are result of fear. Some of them are unexplained, but they're a phobia would be a um, un um, Just read the Wikipedia thing you already have up. Uh, it's a good idea. We'll do it. Um, it's it's like a, <laughs> I got a so, so, no, no too. I got it, I got it, I got it from memory, I got plenty of these. So it's <laughs> irrational fear. A phobia yes. is an irrational fear or something i
2: did my research um i think it can be rational sometimes we can talk about it, obviously but i think some of the some phobias are rational but i think it's the persistent and excessive nature of it that makes a it phobia it's the or mental like,
1: illness part of it
2: yeah yeah, yeah it's not a chronic idea because like obviously a, a fear of heights is a rational fear if you fall you will die so it's not a stupid fear it's not like being afraid of pillows where like they can't hurt you it's you should be afraid of heights but you shouldn't be so afraid of heights that you're paralyzed and it affects your life detrimentally i think that's where it crosses over from rational fear to phobia when it, it is excessive and it it actually takes away from your well-being because you can't even function with that that's right i'd agree with that yeah
0: that i think that's the key differential point is just the exactly what you just said just the fact that it's like debilitating That brings it into phobia and out of fear.
2: Totally. Totally agree. If someone puts a gun in your face, you should be afraid of that. But if someone um, open carries in a school, you shouldn't be afraid of that because they're just trying to keep the kids safe. (laughs) Know what I mean? That's the difference. Couldn't have said it better (laughs) myself. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, so do you want to start getting into some phobias here because i got a whole list of these bad boys um to get into where phobias come from or what they are and all that good stuff do you want to get into them here sounds great yeah yes i thought i'd go with the most popular fears to get started with here i'm digging
1: that list i've got the same one those 10 10 of the most ones
2: yeah Do you want to want to do their our classic uh tennis match we do and go back and forth here and then now kirsten kind of add her two cents or whatever yeah, yes. yeah so these are the most popular fears um they're not the most popular phobias but they're so popular as fears that they become the most popular phobias you know what i mean
1: yeah like i it's funny because the definition is directly says arachnophobia fear of spiders
2: mm-hmm. so the definition is the fear that's the definition yeah the fear of it because i think you can be afraid of spiders but not have arachnophobia because i don't like spiders i think i I probably wouldn't even say i'm afraid of them because i'm not comfortable around them when i see one and i'm in the shower i do recoil but if i saw you know a feather in the shower i probably wouldn't recoil but i probably should because why is there a feather there but yeah the the phobia is the debilitating part right yeah arachnophobia
0: so i actually have this sort of on my list because and it's just what you said i wouldn't call it arachnophobia but it's a very specific thing about spiders that pisses me off like just unnecessarily it's when they're aggressive like if they're (laughs) listen so if i'm just minding my business and i see one i'm like okay i see you i acknowledge you that's fine if one like runs at me aggressively from behind something (laughs) I'm like, I'm, I'm going to send you to whatever God you follow. Like, I don't, (laughs) I don't, there's no room for you here. Like, but I don't know if that's arachnophobia or if it's just like things running at me (laughs) that I don't like.
1: Hey, I think it's like a part of like your brain that senses aggression and animals and things like, yeah so like it's like oh it's a spider he's chilling he's doing his thing or whatever as they, he turns at you and looks at you then puts his little things up you go <laughs> shit. oh we all know that look like, when they put Jesus. the front legs up yeah like like yeah. oh my god um <laughs> yeah yeah
0: it's aggressive spiders
1: it's aggressive yeah. spiders we're not liking those here no. i agree yeah. with you yeah. on
2: that one i don't think that is arachnophobia because the very fact that you're willing to not only let it be if it's not yeah. running at you, that's already not arachnophobia. Cause I feel like if you had that, you'd be like, I don't want it around me, I can't have it around me. And also when it runs at you, that you're gonna send it to whatever God it believes in. <laughs> I mean, that means that you're not afraid enough to take the thing down. So I don't know, I, that <laughs> yeah. sounds like you might not like spiders but I don't think it's a phobia cause you can handle it, you know, if, if need be.
0: Based yeah, it be off of... go ahead, I'm sorry. No,
2: no, 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 I had nothing important to say.
0: I was just gonna say like, based <laughs> off of the stuff that I have written down, um that's that seems to be the case in a lot of them is that i'm not full-on phobia afraid but i'm like sort of kind of but i'm still gonna fight you like yeah it's, it's kind of like that
2: mm-hmm. i think for the sake of the podcast we can attribute whatever our fears are to say this is our phobias or whatever but we mm-hmm. we might not have the full debilitating condition that true phobia would be but yeah you know to pick our our picks. I, I can definitely see that coming. And arachnophobia. Yeah, I wouldn't say that I'm that scared of spiders, but I do hate them. And every time they're around, I go
3: ah,
2: oh, I can recoil, and then, then I have to get a paper towel and go after them. Yeah, yeah. What I think is really weird
1: is Joe. You do that, and you're like five foot eight mm-hmm. guy, and the spider is weighs as much as a penny. One ninety. <laughs> so Joe's five eight one ninety, and yeah. and you see like something. The camera takes off seventy pounds. <laughs> like a penny and you go holy shit like imagine this imagine you go to another planet you're a billion light years away and you see a giant lobster it's the size of the empire state building and then uh it's looking like it's running the show and then it's there's kaiju kaiju
3: um,
1: <gasps> and, then, and then we'll talk about that in a second because yes. i have no idea what a kaiju is Sounds like something from a comic book and anime, but because yeah. it's Japanese. You, do, you so, do know
2: what it is, but just you don't have the word for it.
1: Okay, so giant lobster, size of the Empire State Building, and then that lobster sees, the giant lobster, the Empire State Building lobster sees a, a mouse that's the size of a Hyundai Sonata and goes,
2: just puts his claws
1: up and runs away. You go,
2: like, what? Yeah, what's the big deal? <laughs> What's you know? the big
1: deal? I don't care what it is. That's us. That's us to a spider. spiders. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Okay. I, I, I like your analogy with the Empire State Building Lobster because you could have used the same analogy, which is like the most classic example of as an elephant being afraid of a mouse. But you're like, no, no, no. Empire State Building Lobster, <laughs> Honda Civic Mouse. Now we got an mouse.
1: Sonata Mouse.
2: Sonata. I'm sorry.
1: That's a little it's bit big. <laughs> Korean Mouse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah no i appreciate that but it's like if you go to other i always like to do thought experiments of going to other planets and observing and being like what yeah the fuck is that about you know mm. like why would that be the giant lobster with claws is scared of a mouse like get at it get real you know yeah i mean that's us true. and spiders it's weird unless you go to afghanistan and mm. go get their fucking spiders
2: which are the size of my upper torso that is a founded fear you should not cool concerned. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, those are. I think it's
2: mostly the fact that you don't want it around and it startles you, right? Like a mouse in the house is frightening because the, you know, the herky jerky nature, how fast it goes, and number one, it ain't supposed to be there. I mean, yeah. that's yes. the big fear. Like I'm not expecting it, so that it's very fearful. If you thought you had to go into a boxing ring and it's you against a mouse, I wouldn't be afraid then. I'd be like, I'm point. gonna win. Yeah, I'm gonna win point. this fight. Like If we mm-hmm. had to fight to the death, me against the mouse, I'm pretty confident in that fight. I'd be yeah. doing the. Rope a dope. I'd be putting my hands up, have the guy take my robe off, and I'd be dancing and shit. I'm going to beat that mouse. But if that mouse runs through my room just a second, I'm going to scream and I'm going to (laughs) jump on a chair. Context is important when it comes to phobias, I think. This is true.
1: Yep. Yep. I
2: agree with that. All right. So,
1: yeah, fear spiders.
2: Which is another uh, classic one that a lot of people have, which is Ophidiophobia. Which is a fear of snakes. I have, I think I, I don't feel comfortable around snakes either. I'd much rather see a spider in my house than a snake in my house. I think I kind
1: of feel like that should be number one. I, I don't one, there's not a continent on earth besides like the cold ones that doesn't have snakes. So majority in of In pop- Ireland because St. Patrick. Drove oh right, yeah. <laughs> he see that's true. I bet I could find a snake there. Um no so so, so i just the the majority of population majority of people are around both snakes
2: and spiders i'm shocked more aren't afraid of snakes like yeah i think i think the majority of people are don't you think i mean not not to a phobia standard but don't you think most people are uncomfortable around snakes like very much so if they saw one they'd be like oh like i don't know a lot of people who are like they see one and it's like seeing a squirrel as they say mm-hmm. in glorious bastards mm. where you're like hey, you don't know why you hate that you just hate it like if you if you see a snake most people will get freaked out even if it's you know our little tiny garter snake you're like oh it's fine it's cute whatever but your initial reaction is always like oh well snake like i saw one last week and i thought it was me too i thought yeah so you, you know you know what it's like yeah. i mean you've, you've seen them you know what it is <laughs> you i walked up to one and i thought it was like some kind of um like a leaf or something, and then it and then it looked at me and did a little <laughs> curl up thing where it curls up and then it puts its head up and it rears ooh. back like the diamond back. Yeah. Um it's like, so like now... the Kirsten thing. Like with the spiders when they look aggressive. Oh, yeah, when, when they they put they're that...
0: aggressive. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and it did that. And I was, you know, I was a little bit like, ooh, look at that. But as soon as I realized it was a snake, because it did that, I immediately my fear subsided right away. I go, Oh, this thing. It's acting like a diamondback, but it's clearly not. If it tried to bite my shoe, it couldn't even get through the first layer of it. And really what's happening is it's scared of me. It thinks I'm going to kill it. So it yeah. reared back to be like, I'm aggressive. Um, and actually, it was, it was pretty cute at that moment. I still wouldn't want it in my house, but I, I did feel for it. And I, uh, and I put it out of its misery. I gave it a good stomp.
3: God.
2: <laughs> no, I didn't. Of course I didn't. I felt so bad for it. then. I just, I just kind of like shoot it into the grass and then uh, let, it, let it be on its way.
0: So fun fact, I had pet snakes as a kid.
2: <laughs> oh, holy cow. Tell us more prominent in the pod. Right so,
0: now. so as we you said names, that, I am just birthdays,
1: like, oh. what it's like, what's up with this? Yeah. So, so you might I not have, have
2: this fear.
0: I, I definitely don't. I actually think that they're like fascinating. Um, they're just, they're just very interesting. And the fact that you can have them as pets is pretty cool. But um, I had a ball python and I had a rat snake.
2: Okay. That's What's not just that? a regular snake. I mean, those are like the real deal. Yeah.
0: You didn't yeah. have like a
2: little, you know, garter snake, like, oh, we caught oh, oh, no. we give it some <laughs> water and some leaves, like like a ball no. python is like a real snake.
0: I yeah. had like the full terrarium. I had like a the feeding bucket where I would feed them. Like you have to feed them so, uh, mice. Yes. So, so you're oh. also not scared
1: of mice either, apparently. Okay. Not dead ones. Uh not <laughs> super so. one phobias here.
0: I'm sorry, not
1: <laughs> not snakes.
2: fetus. Not feed this um, mice.
0: So they were frozen mice that I would have to put in the microwave and de-thaw. No, so there's you didn't. that. <laughs> yes, yeah. you Seriously. put that in the microwave
2: where you make your popcorn.
0: Yeah. That's oh my god,
1: hilarious. I've never met a snake girl before. I've only met cat girls, and like I've always made fun of cat girls when they get a cat and the cat won't eat, so they'll microwave the, their cat food.
3: Yeah. And I always thought that was thought that was. I
1: was thought that was weird. No, like, no. microwaving your dead, your dead frozen ice for your snake. That's, right. that's a yeah. fucking thing so, I didn't expect to hear today.
0: You actually, wow. <laughs> you feed them, you feed them in the bucket in like a separate place. It doesn't have to be a bucket. But if you feed them in the terrarium, they associate every time you open a oh, terrarium, nice that it means food. So that's how gotcha. people get bit. So mm-hmm. that's, that's why you see like snake handlers, they'll take, they'll feed them outside of their terrarium. Yeah. So that's with
1: what the, I would with do. the thing?
0: Yeah, <laughs> usually, usually with one of those. i Get to break
2: that out. And you, gotta open the mice. Exactly. You, you take it out, you put it in the wicker basket, and then you play the flute and then it's time to eat. Yes. What a childhood you had in Philly.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, it was it was fun. Um the, the rat snake didn't last long because uh so they have like the rats dives. didn't
2: fit in a microwave.
0: Yeah, right. The <laughs> yeah, the the type of bedding that I had, it was like dried corn and it got on there, it like it, it ate it and it couldn't digest it, so it, it died. But my uh. bob uh, the the Python thought I had for a while for maybe two or three years and then we ended up moving and um I had to give him back to the pet shop. So I
2: thought you were gonna say you left it there like you know some people <laughs> leave their pets. You just left a yeah. snake and no. you're like, all right, go in the walls and surprise yeah, the next It's just s- missing. It's just in the wall and you go, well, I
1: not never. gonna tell anyone about that. Yeah.
0: I could never. No, we had to give him back and it was like my first. Like at that point, I had never had a pet. Die or anything like that, but giving them away was probably as close to that as I got in that age, so it was like heartbreaking for me
2: (laughs) because giving it away is awful, yeah. It does because not only is that that you can't have them anymore, you feel like someone else is gonna have them now, yeah. yeah, But, um, you know, it's the snake though, you
3: know, no, but she's not gonna remember you the
2: week after you're gone,
3: right i know is that true though i, I, I don't We're mean first bubbles
2: about reptiles and shit like that but like their brains are just different than ours yeah about reptiles specifically i uh, know dude uh, my turtle fucking knew me that's cool chill it knew you and then after you left it didn't know you anymore and that was that because it i probably got
1: eaten by whatever i the lake i put it in but like <laughs> um yeah but i think that so it it's kind of like, like people want to have day? reptiles I'm sorry go ahead yeah, Tom, the turtle that I had, yeah. I rescued him, and then I wanted to set him free, and I'm sure he died immediately, but um, I he feel terrible not, about that, because I love them, but, but but Kirsten, he, your snakes must have, you had a bond with them, they must have known you, right? Like
0: I honestly, I was such a fucking weirdo, I would sit there, I would get home from school, and I would get my python, and I'd like let him chill on my shoulder, and I'd log on to AOL Instant Messenger and just oh, be kicking it. Bringing us like, all back.
2: Come on, <laughs> listeners. You know this yeah. shit. <laughs> you just guys like, know you like, did this too. You did this shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody did it, right? Like,
0: no. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was fun. There it wasn't was... such a
2: thing as text messaging. What are you supposed to do? <laughs> yeah. And throughout being a snake girl, you didn't
1: meet one guy with a no fear t-shirt. I'm shocked. <laughs> 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 I
0: those that two things. Those
2: thing. two things. Go ahead and hit
0: <laughs> I can't wait to see what these no fear shirts are. Did the I snake have? To... have
1: what, did the snake come with one? I mean, no. like that's part of
2: the snake was wearing one with no arm. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly.
0: Yeah. Just... Just oh, that'd be that'd be cute. Oh, that'd be cute. <laughs> Just like a little shirt, but yeah, yeah that was, I think so that, cute. Was...
2: No, I that was. oh I can't see how an animal, or as or, 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 you say, a reptile, would be like familiar with like its, you know, its owners, or like here's the way that goes, like pattern recognition, but the fact that people put these mammal stuff on reptiles, it's not fair to the reptiles. Like they just, they don't have the same brain as mammals. Like they have like one third of what we have of all these little bubbles and lobes and all this kind of shit we have. That's what makes us feel things. (laughs) They don't Mm. have that. They're basically like, like I said, stuff beyond fish. They're like, all right, I'm a fish, but uh, I can go on land. And I can like, (laughs) kind of like do extra stuff. But it's really just like, they have the part of their brain. They definitely have the amygdala. Because they know how they know how to recognize fear, recognize danger, but they don't have the part where they have oxytocin and they form bonds with the other. They don't care. Snakes don't yeah. care. And for the fact, a lot of reptiles actually devour their own babies immediately when they come out. And part of being reptile is that no one's going to take care of you. They don't hunt in packs. They don't team up, and very few of them even live together unless they're breeding. It's all about like just they're a machine. They're they're cold blooded by definition, machine. They eat and they kill. And that's why people who have uh, large pythons, like Burmese pythons for their house, sometimes they get bit by them or in some cases, their kids get eaten by them. And it's not because they don't love them or they didn't take care of them. It's because they don't associate you with being a friend, even in a way that a mouse can form a closer bond with you than a reptile can because they have that extra brain function that reptiles just don't have. You can't blame the reptiles for the shit, but... You know as much as an alligator or crocodile can recognize you and know that you're not a threat the moment that it gets hungry sorry you're fucking food
0: it's that is the the that is the 100 truth and i think that's the thing that a lot of people that's why they people do get bit and and they do get into these weird situations where they get hurt because they think that it's like oh i've had it for years and it knows me it's like no it's just it's just trying to eat and and do its thing and get bigger that's it yeah so but they're pretty it knows, cool
2: it knows you up until now i'll see if i can't pull the video without getting flagged for this but there's a great video that came out last year of a woman who um she works at a zoo she works with this alligator she's worked with him or her for many years like they're familiar she knows all how to do it to the, to the point where she brings in a, a uh, re, uh, what do you call it, a uh, field trip full of kids. There's mm-hmm. like 10 kids in there and he goes, here's how you feed the alligator and she brings him in. There's a little tank area. It's probably like two two feet of water, a foot and a half of water and she's like feeding thing and showing the kids this is how it acts I and mean, the classic thing like, oh, their mouth closes really hard but it can't open and all this stuff and in the middle of that, then gets her arm and she goes get help, get help right <laughs> now. Kind of boring for one second, but then once he's in the water, it's more she at And then all, and all the kids are kind of freaking out, and like the, the chaperones are like, <laughs> Uh, uh, she's like, Get help now, get help, get help. Yep. And the thing is trying to do the death roll. It's trying to spin around and rip her arm off. And she knows that. So she's pinning it down so it can't move, but she's Mm -hmm. not getting out of it. And she starts freaking out, which is how you know it's bad because she's worked with this thing for years. And then Mm -hmm. she's like, get off right now. And she's struggling. They had to try to rip the thing off her. All funny games. She didn't end up losing her arm, but she had to get all kinds of stitches and like, you know, bricks for blood infection and all this stuff. And that's the allegation working for for years and years. So comfortable to the point she was ready to show this in front of children who were like Mm. two, three feet away. If the thing dove out of the tank that could have been a kid's head in the arm, uh, in right. the mouth? Rather, have but you I mean, seen that, that one? Shows you
1: the guys. I don't think he died, but he's like a magician alligator tamer combo guy. Yeah, and, and he's tongue. like, it just, it just, well, it just shows it's like this, and he's like, I'm gonna the put my head can... in it. Trust me, it's gonna be fine. Then it goes, bam, immediately. And everyone's like, oh <laughs> shit, <laughs> Fuck.
2: It could happen. I mean, I and know the, the, it's guys, like, respect the guys. The animal's
1: fucking head is in the alligator's mouth, and everyone's like, what do we do? It's over. No one knows what to do with this situation. Shit. Holy
2: shit. It's, yeah. it's not to be trifled with. I mean, it's respected. They <laughs> they shouldn't be blamed. There's no evil intentions in, in these animals, but also uh, they're not your little uh, dog buddy who gets nope. your shoes for you in the paper. No, they want to eat. And the no reason why That's they sad. haven't eaten you yet is because it, either they can't do it or they're not hungry.
0: It's because you feed them in the bucket and play you play the flute.
2: Take it in the bucket, why, play yeah. the flute, associate that. It's about training. It's
1: a like training. <laughs> exactly. <in it. laughs> so are they like, so I've never held one. Uh, are they like wet?
0: No. 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 no they always look wet. They, yeah, it's their scales, which I mean, that was one of the coolest things for me is like right before they shed, their scales become this very like, um, it looks like pearl, almost like, uh, like it's very. It looks like, like Mister
2: crab's daughter.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like like think of like an oil slick on the on on tar like how it's just yeah. like the different colors like yeah, it looks yeah, like yeah. that and it's That's very cool. cool but it's it there it's just like a two it, they're just like muscle they and they're not wet they they just do their thing their jaws like unhinged they're not connected so That's it's so like strange. when they eat it's like it's so it it. i used to love it i was like i was a weird kid
1: you should get jealous. a mistake yeah you Another gotta one, get one. yeah
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah you should it is an insane way it. of eating though right like so many animals are like we're gonna i mean it's like evolution is this whole like game where mm-hmm. you have all this, these chips and you get to invest them in different parts and <laughs> unfortunately evolution doesn't work that way you can't choose it just happens that way but it's mm-hmm. like snakes put it all in like digestion and stretching so like yep. get my mouth as big as it can be get my whole body to expand and just all those stomach acid just digest it and us humans if we eat something that's like bigger than a quarter we die like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> you can't your body can't handle it you're like oh it's too big for my little throat the same place i breathe out of but a snake is like yeah it's fine i mean there's a picture i will bring up for the podcast. i know i can show it is the so python where it's halfway through eating an alligator and it died they both yeah. died it's like uh. that's not how you eat like no chewing <laughs> just the entire thing goes in and you just don't move for a week until it mm-hmm. dissolves I thought you were going to say the picture of the
1: lady who, I don't know if it was in the Amazon or it was in Asia somewhere. Mm -hmm. Um, It just shows like feet. Hanging oh, out of the like, they're, like just I'll, pairs of shoes. I'll let
2: the listeners have their imagination do that. I'm not gonna do that one. That's it's good. Some
1: lady <laughs> th- they have, we because we taught us with Titan, Titanoba, Titanoba, it's Titanoba Titan,
2: yeah. it, It's literally every time I say it, it's just I can't titan, do it. It's Titan Boa. It's the most Titan Boa. Thing. It's a Boa that's a Titan, Titan, <laughs> titan boa. boa. You're like Titanoba, Titanobobia. I ty-o-bo-bia. can't goddamn read. It's so just like, call it Mega Boa, Titan Boa. Titan Boa. So
1: with Titan <laughs> Boa, you know, we went over this like six but tall whatever Giant. um no but some of the uh, other snakes in the amazon still are like you know still gigantic and can mm-hmm. eat a very small human
0: yeah yeah
3: it's
1: for wild. sure
2: I mean, it happened in america that someone's uh, child was eaten by their pet snake they left it mm-hmm. out and then
1: gulp good yeah. parenting instincts
2: If if no one has uh, Ophidiophobia by now, maybe you do after all these stories. But let's move on to our next phobia, even though I'm so glad we dived into that one. Uh, And the next one is, I think a lot of people have this. In fact, this might be more popular than even like the snakes or the spiders, because when you're put in this situation, you still have that feeling, even if you're not inherently afraid of it. And that's acrophobia, which is the name for the fear of heights. Do any of us here have a fear of heights to any degree?
1: Uh, sort of. I mean, I, I do have nightmare symptoms and I don't like being on top of buildings. Uh, mm, I,
2: that's where it comes up for a lot of people. I think on like, for some like reason, bridges or buildings to so look down and be like, you get that little dizziness factor. Yeah. Like, oh. I get that big
1: time. And especially like being on top of like the Prudential center or something really bothers me. Mm-hmm. Like when it's open air, if it's not, I'm probably fine, but there's something about it that just like, isn't good. And then, but airplanes for some reason, no. No fear of the yeah. height aspect. Um, maybe because it looks so fake. I don't know. Right.
2: And you're just so high up at that point. It's, it's not like you're going to trip and fall out of the airplane. You're, you know, you're thousands of feet up. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely have it to some degree. I mean, I think it, maybe I've gotten it more as I've gotten older. Or maybe I've always had it. But like when I get to like the edges of things, like. Yeah, that's it yes for me. Nope. Seeing videos of people like climb, like free climbing skyscrapers or like radio towers and stuff like that. Just like, it makes me. do so like fun. that. Yep. yeah um, even just like, I'm going to, to the cliff this weekend. And like, when I get to the edge of it, I always do the thing where like, I put like 90% of my body weight on the other side of the cliff. Even if I like put my feet over, like I need to be like way lean back. So even by mistake, I can't slip because it just freaks me out to be even that close. Like I won't go head first and lay down and look over the edge. Even when just my eyes and be like, nope, too close to the edge. So it does freak me out. And it makes me think of like, when I was at the Cliffs of Moher in Ireland, they're like safety precautions. They're like- n- barely there like all yeah. this is signs that say like if your kid dies it's your fault like it's all like like no little you can't sue us like this is a natural thing and it was really really scary like it was like a little crevice and then you know you're four feet over no fence no nothing that's the edge of the cliff it goes down 100 feet and there was kids like fucking around and running around and i was like you're the worst parents ever this is terrifying i was nervous just watching other people's kids and a part of it, when we were walking back from like the edge of it to walk back to the Visitor center, a little girl was running around. She was probably like four or five years old and she slipped and slid down. And she like hit like a couple of us like in the ankles, just like, you know, a little kid roughhousing. And we like picked her up and then her, her mother was like, oh, you know, careful. We were like so mad. We we're like, what are you doing? Not yeah. only are you making your kid in danger, you're going to make us all witness this shit. We have to like watch your kid fall. Out. I mean, I'm sure it doesn't happen often, but it happens no offense to Just anybody like if that. you're if your parents Just are like, like
1: this that. but i really don't like parents who take their kids to europe like <laughs> i thought you were gonna say put them in danger. It's, no. it's like you okay you you little American your little kids can't four, hang you brought your four-year-old to fucking ireland when all they want to yeah. go is go to fucking disney world you yeah. don't give a living Solid
2: fucking that is kind shit. of a selfish move, right? It, it is, is a not... selfish
1: move. It's like, well, let's teach them about Europe. They don't You care. want to go to Europe, but you, they you don't you care. busted a nut. I didn't give a, a shit when I was that age. I didn't, I would just want to go to fucking Disney World or <laughs> fucking Legoland or like see someone see like a Park. fucking Ferrari. You know, like I didn't, yeah, exactly. To Ireland, be like, oh, we're gonna take him on mm-hmm. like a Spain fucking Portugal bullshit. I, I don't think your four-year-old gives a fuck. And now you let your kid run around, it's like yeah cool let them be barefoot and, and learn their fucking old school ways of doing things but that's a giant cliff and you have a four-year-old so maybe yeah. don't be in it like
2: you're i mean and i'm being selfish too in that moment because if i had to witness that that would God. strike me for the rest of my life and it would be their fault oh. <laughs> not the kid's fault and i just have to live with that now i hope it's i couldn't so help it selfish like it, it's it, it insane. is insane like, the whole thing is Holy shit. I wouldn't even bring my kids to the Cliffs anymore. I'd be like, you're not old enough to go and I see. my kids fucking anywhere ever. I didn't go shit until I was 18, until I could buy my own ticket. You stay in the basement <laughs> and you watch TV until you're old enough to respect the world. think
1: I went on vacation as a kid? Well, I, I, I know you went to a museum right. when yeah. you were
2: five and you couldn't get your hands off the paintings and got thrown out of the fucking place. That oh, happened. Right? Yeah, so... Your mom did that. Yeah. I want to see a museum and bring Dylan along with me. He'll probably enjoy yeah. this. Yeah, no. I didn't I just fucking... <laughs> didn't give a shit about anything. <laughs> yeah vacation get real get real mm. get real it brings us into aerophobia definitely right next to it which is the fear of flying i mm. i don't have this one my fear of flying is the fear that i'm going to be stuck on the plane and not be able to get off it. it has nothing to do with the heights nothing to do with the landing takeoff my fear of flying has completely to do with the fact that i'm trapped in a situation that i can't get out of mm. Does anyone good? else have a fear of flying yeah do you agree
0: uh, no, I love flying. Um, I do, I will say that I close my eyes during takeoff and landing every single time just because that bit makes me a little nervous. But like yeah. once you're up there, I'm just like, I mean, if something were to happen, there's not, it's done. Like, there's nothing to worry about. But in that, in, if you're 500 feet off the ground and something goes wrong, you can live through that and see some fucked up shit. So I'm like a little <laughs> nervous about that. But the rest of it, it's great. I love flying
2: fucking hate Dylan, it you love you love, no really? <laughs> no you loves
0: no i do to say wait I a second fucking
2: hate flying that's insane
1: you love i'm not flying. kidding as a serious aviation enthusiast
0: wait okay i do
1: not like commercial airline travel i will fly in a cessna all day but i just i mean, that's, I mean
2: no one likes it right i mean no one likes being on the on the sky bus that is once North i'm, North I'm North. at
1: altitude i'm having a great time i'm tanked and it's a giant party for me every time and then uh, then by the time it wears off i'm hungover and i'm landing and it sucks um i, I love that part i was off the plane. pretty okay uh my first time on an airplane was in a military transport and then after that came JetBlue, blue and that is all so sorts crazy of stuff me, and, it and it was all we brought it up before fine. but
2: the fact that your first flight ever was on a military yeah. aircraft like that's pretty rare i think it's usually only like you know high school kids who are going into the military and you like most people have, their first flight isn't like strapped like canvas straps to a freaking c-130 just for- that's
1: exactly what it was i had earplugs and i was sitting on a net <laughs> Yeah, that, that's um, not- in that's the, the back of a c-130 experience <laughs> that's exactly what it was and i walked in the ramp comes down and you'll walk in the back that so, is, so cool. um thought that so it didn't start it started before then. I just knew that I was getting on that. I'm like, well, I'm going to die. This is what it's going to be. It's going <laughs> to just go. crash and kill me and whatever. And then, um, and then had some flights with JetBlue and I put on live music. actually listened to a lot, you know, it's before alcohol too. And then, um, and then what, I had what a time that was. I had one horrible fucking flight and then going to Dallas one time for work. Was it a thunderstorm? Nope. Clear air turbulence clear turbulence
2: Ooh, the silent killer the black the the upper
1: moderate to severe range where the where you're hitting it you're hitting the you're hitting the air pocket uh the the change in temperature is so high or the change in pressure is so great that the plane feels like it's falling for a couple seconds That's and scary. slams and then like the bags were falling down and mm-hmm. You can tell it's you know, bad by the forty-five-year-old uh, woman who goes. Oh, oh. Dude, I, I had the so that I was in the back of the plane as fucking always, and um, and there Where you was, belong. There was a NCAA women's basketball team on the airplane, <gasps> tell the and, tell the and they story. were screaming like screaming and. And there's, you know, like drinks fucking flying in the air that they're trying to move the thing because it came out of nowhere. That's thing with clear on turbulence is it's unexpected. Can't yeah. see it. Radar can't see it. Mm. Um, so it just and happens. For them,
2: every time a plane dips, they're smashing their head on the ceiling. They're like six foot eight. So that's like <laughs> yeah, bonk it every was time. that fucking <laughs> bad. And uh, the, well, the
1: real story is I, I, I was sitting in my seat and you always look for who's sitting next to you. I'm like, God, that would be insane if this chick sat next to me. She's really hot and she did. And then I was like, damn, I already took like three to
2: five Xanaxes. And I was. <laughs> and I was like, that is the number one prescribed drug for flying in a plane. I was. Right? I hear that 20, all the time. I I've was never 20. tried it. But- I was 20, so I couldn't get shit faced yet. Yeah. So um, that's the so- sober way all of the sober Hollywood people are like, I don't drink. I just take eight Xanax and I get on a plane, like, like right. an adult. Yeah, exactly.
1: So she was. So she had next to me and I was like, I got to say something. And I don't know what I said, but we started chatting. And we were taking <laughs> you are like, you want
2: to split one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, I got a bunch of
1: Xanax. You want some? Um, but she was nervous too. And she was cool. And, and, um, and she's like dishing out family guy quotes and stuff. And I was like, yo, like what? Like, you know, man, put a ring on it. We get cool. Right. Why well, try. And um, so we chatted for a while and then we're climbing. We're still going, you know, in the ascent to 30,000 feet. Or plus, and that's when it was all happening. And she grabbed my hand and I was like, get it together, man. Mm. <laughs> Don't be a pussy right now. Not the time. That she, could she,
2: be... she brought the bravery out of you. Yeah, you like, could uh, marry this chick. Nothing about the um, nothing about the turbulence. Can I get a towel, please? Unrelated. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Unrelated. You can marry. <laughs> her.
1: She made the joke about the jean jacket, jean shirt, and jean uh, denim pants. Oh, Canadian tuxedo. Canadian tuxedo from Family Guy. And I was like, yo, wicked cool. And then uh, and then I asked her out uh, at the end of the flight, and she said no, and um, uh, that really sucked for me.
2: I like that, though. That, that story brought the most bravery out of you. You had to rise to the occasion. You were scared. You were on Xanax. You had to rise <laughs> above and be brave for her. And brave be for brave her. And ask her out at the end. And she said no, which makes you even more brave. Yeah, and it was because Ten I, told bravery points I, was, to Gryffindor.
1: I told her I was 20, and she's like, well, I'm like 26, 27. I was like, I don't give a shit. And she's like, "You're just—it's now." I was like, "Okay." And then, then that's when the plane landed. And then I had, then uh, I thought, you know, you think that she's gonna go away and you get to—no, you've got like a half hour left to sit next to her. Like, it's not like <laughs> yeah. you
2: did it—you did it yep. before the
1: boarding. <laughs> we just landed, oh, and God. I'm like, so uh, you know, like whatever. Asked for probably asked for a number. is those days, yeah. And, um, and I you had to ask just, her
2: Snapchat,
1: like, the yeah, right. Guy. And I was like, so, uh, I was like, okay, all right, cool. Well, no problem. Um, and then I just had to sit there and then like, I stood up when everyone else stand up and that's another 15 minutes of just standing next to her while she's sitting after
2: <laughs> no, you, you have just asked like, her
1: out and got rejected. <laughs> you should
2: have been like, you know what? Remember you held my hand earlier. I'm not going to wash it and you can't stop me from what I'm going to do later. <laughs> <laughs> that would have sealed the deal. <laughs> So, you say no was... to me. Hey, my hand yeah. doesn't say no to me, and it smells like your perfume still. <laughs> okay, Haas. We don't condone uh, that here at the Don't Joe Do Basement podcast. I'm just doing a silly, obviously.
1: All of my sweating probably washed off her scent. <laughs> yeah, probably yeah. why she said no. She's like, grab my hand. And it was the like smell a smell of fear. She's like, ramen noodles, just hand, <laughs> you know?
2: Oh, God. Wait, don't girls like noodles, but not when they're cold, huh? Not when it's your man's hand. <laughs> Ooh, man hands. Wet man hands. Kirsten, good. do you ever have someone to ask you on a plane? No, no. Has anyone I, wanna, like chatted you up on a plane? No, never.
0: No, see, I do. Is it
2: because the eye mask this you is... wear that says "No fear"? <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
0: No, I I go into the airport just like headphones on, no eye contact. I don't exist. You don't exist. Same I just want to get through this, um, enjoy my flying time, and. Enjoy what's, what's after this. That's that's pretty much how I operate.
2: I'm the Do you family. drink?
0: No, I don't. I, I I tend to sleep quite a bit. I I mean,
2: I wish
1: that. Was yeah,
0: me. I I knock out pretty fast on a flight. Like
1: Benadryl, sober. What nothing
0: are we doing? sober. Just yeah. I'll just take a nap, like a quick Some little. will just have it nap, and you know, yeah.
1: Just keep it easy. <laughs> I'd lift your eye mask and be like, "Hey, uh, so they I was only wondering. let me have uh, three double shots of gin and tonics on the flight, but before this, trust me, I had more than these. So, what are you doing with the mask what are you on?" Having? And you'd be like, "Oh my God, who's this guy right now?" Like I yeah. talked to I talked to everyone.
0: Really? Mm-hmm. I won't. I I, I don't, don't know.
2: I'm the combination of both of you in the way that I gotta. If I'm on the plane, I can't sleep at all. So I got to drink or do something and get my mind off it. And also, I got the headphones on. I don't want anyone fucking talking to me. That's why I get an mm. aisle seat. If you want to talk to me, it better be you aisle taking a seat. piss. Aisle seat. Every time. Aisle you seat. Me? You need the can, window seat. first window of seat. People hate the I wanna, window seat. I love I it. I, oh, <laughs> really? I got to get up. I got to go to the bathroom. Yeah. I got to stretch my legs out. I don't want to. If I have to go make to the make bathroom, like you is the last drunk. thing I want yeah. yeah. <laughs> the and last thing I want to wake somebody time. up and be like, hey, can you move for the? F- I might not get to pee again. And you're like, again? Like, yeah. Um, can't stop drinking. So there's some <laughs> sites where if you put the window up because you want to get the window so you want to look out, people will be like, can you close that? And you be like, I fucking uh, hate those people. I like, will never. Like, this is the
1: most beautiful thing you ever see in your life. Yeah. Exactly. It doesn't get better. You're fucking 30,000 30, feet in the
2: sky. a one foot circle of beauty, and you yeah, have, have to have that closed because you can't. You just wear your no fear eye mask and get over it, buddy. Yeah, I can't say. I would never in it. the
1: history of humanity. I would never has ask that, even if I wanted this. This is oh a new thing gosh. for us. This is insane. Looking at the earth from that high the up since I was I was yes. flying over the Italian Alps last year. On it was oh. out the window. And I was like, no, no. Fucking well, the reason I said Italian Alps is because it's insane. It's like an hour of flying of just mm-hmm. constant, mm-hmm. super tall shit. Oh. And uh the girl was just like, I was like, uh, unreal. I was like why are you closing
2: that it's, me- it's meanwhile summer, she's on her phone looking at storm. instagram pictures of the italian alps right it's right there <sighs> I was
0: exactly evil, man no i've seen videos of that happening and i will literally fight somebody if they if they <laughs> reach into my seat area first of all and they try and i'm like listen no i'm, I'm mad now i'm mad <laughs> thinking about
1: it pisses me off i get you
0: yeah Ooh, absolutely yeah. not uh,
1: absolutely just to wrap it up I do want to mention that one of my flights to I was going to Montana and I talked so much that I, I held someone's baby the whole time oh <laughs> <laughs> put that Uncle on list of things you'll never catch Joe doing there was this like flight- <laughs> same age as us woman and her two kids and she's like hold this and i was like okay There's this like four-year-old boy i was like what's up bud and he just wanted to watch someone's ipad because he lives in the woods never seen it before and uh and uh so i was like yeah it's all right you know like i'll just hold you did she have you
2: hold it her- while well, she lit her cigarette she was like can you hold this it's hard to <laughs> yeah, do when pretty he's much yeah <laughs> yep i thought that much because that's the price you pay all of a sudden you're holding a four-year-old <laughs> yeah. the price you pay for making bread. Now, there's zero percent chance of me holding someone's baby on a plane, even if they're like, "I really need you to hold that." would go, "I don't, no, I don't. no."
0: That's no. the exact face, too.
2: What, what, what if something happens and it's my fault? Fuck you. No, I don't. I don't have kids. Why should I? have This kid had a diaper.
0: Even worse. Oh, even worse.
2: Okay. It make it's boom way. boom in my lap. <sighs> yeah,
3: Weird. It's gonna make weird boom
2: times. boom on my lap. I'm trying to watch <laughs> Avengers Endgame on a six inch screen over here. <laughs> Oh my gosh. That's bad.
1: So aerophobia is this?
2: Aerophobia, yeah. Fear yeah. of children? Some people have a bad fear, of children, fear that, of children. That must be one. Everything's a phobia, basically. Anything you want. The next one on my list, though, is one I've, I've never heard of someone say this phrase before, but I've heard of some people talk about this. And unlike spiders and snakes, where people can be afraid of them and nothing adverse has ever happened to them, this particular phobia, I think, happens because... A tragic event mm-hmm. happened to you either in childhood great. or slightly older. And that was called cyanophobia. And it's the fear of dogs. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I mean, dogs I think in it's... general, they're happy, they're fun, everyone loves them. And I think the only reason you really get afraid of dogs is because when you're a kid, a dog attacked you. Right. Two people I've met who had it, saw. two people were attacked by dogs as kids. And that'll get you. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It's a learned behavior, unlike an inherent, you know, yeah. back of your brain thing. agree with that. Definitely. Shitty fear. Missing out. Yeah. You're missing out on a lot of dogs because most dogs aren't like that. But I can see why you would be afraid if something like that happened to you that you're like, I'm not falling for this one again. Everyone's dogs are all nice and shit like that. Like I was at um, Kirsten's party last weekend and they had two uh, Newfoundland puppies. And they were my size. They were like still (laughs) puppies. And at one point, they were wrestling on the ground. And I was like, if those things decide to keep wrestling, no one can stop them. Definitely not their two moms that are... About as strong as I am, so there's no chance. <laughs> both of them to go, "No, I said no." It's not going to stop shit. If they, and they knew each other; it wasn't they weren't actually fighting. They were wrestling, mm-hmm. whatever. But it, it struck my mind at that point. I go, if they if they want to keep doing this, no one can stop them at this party. We have to it. all jump on the things and it'd be over because they're really massive. It is crazy to me the amount of people who have dogs they have absolutely zero control over if they go berserk. Don't know any. And although most <laughs> dogs never do that, they're still dogs and something can strike them mm-hmm. and they can go ape shit. And if you can't control your dog, then then you're gonna be owing a lot of money to some family that needs to have their kids' legs stitched up 110 times. And I know obviously there's certain breeds where it happens more often too because they're they're stronger breeds, or some dogs are bred specifically to bite something and never let go, like pit mm. bulls. Um but it's just it's just wild to me. But, or that's I mean, I'd never been. Uh, bit by a dog that was you know bigger than you know a, a chihuahua like I, I any time it's bit me I've been like hey cut it out I never had a big dog bite me um, but I did have at one point a pit bull bark in my face and when he closed his mouth it it caught my lower lip and it cut my lip that's how close it was to my face when it did that and I walked out of the house and they were like, "Oh no, no, he just he didn't know whatever." And I go, "I'm not going He's back really in." It's really nice. No. I'm not going He's back like, in. No. They're like, "No, no, no, it's a, he did he surprised him." I go, "Surprised him? I've met him ten times. Right. I, I know him. I was petting him, and he, and he did that to me. And he was just doing it to scare me. He would, if he wanted to bite me, he he would he was right there. He could have got me good. He was just doing it to scare me. But it was enough to see it bark in my face, and then its its top tooth caught my lower lip like it was that close to getting my face. I was like, "That's enough for me." So even though I'm not, I don't have this phobia. I love dogs. I always, I'm a little bit more cautious though. Than, mm. Since that day, because I'm like, yep. Yeah, you know, people should tell you what their dogs act like and listen to them when they say, it. if people walk up, they go, Oh, it's your dog. You he oh, doesn't like people. And they go, Oh, it's fine. I love dogs. I go, no, I'm right. telling you, this dog doesn't like people. You got to listen up. And the dog I'm talking about, they said, Oh, he loves everybody. Except for when he doesn't. And um, half a year later, he bit, someone who went over the house and the kid got blood poisoning and had to pay like a bunch of money. Um, oh god. Because the dog just bit the kid. Same thing. It's just like, oh, dog went nuts. we going to do? Like didn't attack, just like one big boom, didn't enough yeah. to yeah. chop him down. Fuck that, dude. And like I know so I, know, I can, Yeah. Sorry go ahead.
1: I was going to say like regarding those breeds that are meant to protect type of thing, I one of my friends <clears throat> has a gold uh, sorry I yeah, am um, German Shepherd, and it's wicked cool, it really is. But she, when she was pregnant, it wasn't cool, like, mm-hmm. yeah, they're very possessive, it fucking new, and it was like a problem.
2: And then, pit yeah, bulls, I've heard people having to get rid of their pit bulls when they have babies because they just can't trust it around to where uh-uh. it just changes mm-hmm. the mentality of well, the house.
1: Pitbulls, I, I, love, I love all dogs, I really support Me them too. all, but I like, every dogs. time I'm around pit bulls, it's usually not like a really cool one.
2: And it's... A lot of not cool people like to have pit bulls as well. That's what it hard. is.
1: That is generally what it is. And I'm like, why Why do you have one? Like, you shouldn't. This is a very, very large responsibility. <laughs> um,
2: the same people who want to have pit bulls shouldn't have them. People exactly. who, want it, who don't want to have them should have them because like you're going to be a good dog owner, you're going to be responsible, you're going to take care of this. People who are like, I'm going to get a pit bull because it's like a badass dog, like can kill people. It's like, oh boy, don't, you shouldn't have it. don't do it. You should not yeah. have it. You're not going to, you're going to chain up in the backyard. You're going to hit it when it's that bad. Dog is going to is fuck gonna be, going be fucked. Yeah. yeah,
1: and their but that head is so muscular. You pet those things on the head, and you're like, yeah, it's Shit. all muscle. It's mm-hmm. just a big muscle fights. thing that just does this. <laughs>
2: The difference is, too, it it does matter breed to breed because although, you know, dogs like German Shepherds are are almost just as tough as a pit bull, German Shepherds are bred to herd. And they can be trained up and, like, listen to commands faster, where pit bulls are bred to fight other pit bulls and never let go until they're dead. And even if they die, they won't let go, which is not the same as a German Shepherd, which it's easier to get a German Shepherd to stop attacking. See police dogs, army dogs, they have to be able to get it off where you'll never see a police pit bull because once it latches on, it's genetically predisposed not to let go. Even if you start harming it, you can break its ribs and won't let go. Like no, no most dogs won't do that. So again, mm-hmm. I don't blame the dogs. I blame the owners, but mm-hmm. most of all, I blame the breeders and I blame the people who want to buy it and go, I want yeah. an alligator. This one will be nice. You yeah. Blame the breeders. Blame you breeders. not all bad. one. Mm-hmm. It's not their so, fault yeah. that their, their only thought is kill 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 kill.
0: <laughs> oh,
2: shake until it screams, kill again. But they're nice to Terry.
0: No, that's that was like my biggest uh, concern with Nova, like when we first got her, because when we got her, she was 11 pounds and she was cute and she was pudgy and like she would jump up on us and it was adorable. It was like, oh, we're home. Look at her baby. And then uh, now she's like 32 pounds. And I'm like, you could take out a toddler. Like we need to we need to make sure that we get you into a puppy class and we need to like not have you jumping ever. (laughs) Yeah. You know, because that's that it's it's a real thing. It's a real thing. And especially now, people are so litigious that it's just like you don't even want to take a risk as yeah. a pet
2: owner, you know? Nope. Yeah, not worth it. It goes beyond just feeling bad. You could be exactly. financially, you know, on the yeah. hook for whatever. If a kid bonks their head on the kitchen tile because the thing dives on them, they're just trying yeah. to lick their face, then you have exactly. to bite them. <laughs> Not to freak you out i mean you're you're on top of it she's yeah. very su- i met her last week she's very sweetie but she's got a lot of energy though she she's does
0: have nice. a lot of energy yeah
2: no no aggression at all just a lot of wiggling
0: oh yeah yeah it's like
1: my sister's dog she's just got a ton of energy and she's so sweet mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. she's just strong yeah i don't even know what the fuck she is but
2: yeah. they're just not stronger than us a dog that is our exact same weight is insanely stronger than that like i remember <laughs> little jack russell terrier goot r.i.p to the goot you're on a Mm -hmm. walk with him he must have weighed all of 19 pounds and he could pull you tops yeah (laughs) it's all muscle it's all Mm -hmm. muscle when we were at all so a dog that's 70 pounds forget it 120 pounds Mm. you're dealing with a bear at that point
0: yes
1: I have no idea what my cousin's dog I did the podcast in the cape a couple weeks ago with Rumi and Rumi's like 160 and I, I went down there to watch him for like a wow. week. And I fucking love that dog. He is so cool. But he sits on my leg when we're watching TV. And I'm like, dude,
0: I can't get him.
4: I have a public service announcement your family, your children, and maybe even your parents. Want you to quit gambling after losses that could almost amount to your mortgage. The thing they don't know is, you're only one good bet away from digging all of this out. My recommendation is to keep on betting. You only need one more big one. And that's it, we're back and we can keep betting even more money the next time. The best gambling comes from the Dylan and Joe Basement Podcast. You should give it a listen. Here we go.
1: All right, welcome back to the Dylan and Joe Basement Podcast. Uh, we're here with Kirsten. Dylan, both have a Y in them, and Joe, which has no Y unless it's Joey.
2: Thanks for joining us. (laughs) It's Kirsten,
1: Dylan, and Joey here. (laughs) It's Joey, Kirsten, and Dylan.
0: I really like the little wave. That was great.
1: (laughs) Joey. So, Joey, uh,
2: (laughs) what's up? What's up? We're back in the phobias here today, talking about fears and phobias. I thought I'd bang out the rest of the most popular ones, then we can maybe talk about ones that pertain to us in particular, or ones that fascinate us, and some weird fast. ass shit. Certainly, mm-hmm. one of them we've actually brought up in the podcast before, but I'll save that for the list. the The last, the rest of the three are um, pretty common, which is fear of injections, mm-hmm. trypanophobia, which mm-hmm. a lot of people have that fear of needles or injections. They don't want to get injected, you know. I saw a video today of someone having their inoculations in the Navy and she passed out and they had to catch her. They didn't even put it in her yet. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know how girls can be. I didn't even put yeah. it in yet. You're already passing out. Get over it. So. That's
1: One of the funny. weirdest things I've heard. It's, it's sad, but I, I know someone who is a heroin addict for real. And, um, and she what's sad about that. She's having the, a blast. The <sighs> ending. And, um, uh she didn't like she wouldn't get like her flu shot or get any
2: shots she was too scared
1: that I'm is like, strange
2: how does that work um wait, wait, was she injecting it though because a lot of people think heroin immediately they think you're injecting it but a lot of people do heroin without you know using needles mm-hmm. but yeah they- she was injecting it, it yeah. wow weird i
0: don't i don't know what the connection there is but like i have tattoos and piercings and i hate hypodermic needles Going to a doctor to get a shot, mm. it, it it wasn't quite pass out level, but it was to the point where I would be screaming bloody murder. They'd have people, nurses like holding me down when I was a kid because it was just so terrifying to me. But um, tattoos, piercings, they don't bother me. Any kind of hypodermic needle, like even with the COVID shot. I was actually super proud of myself. I didn't freak out. I was like, hey guys, don't let me see the needle. Just do what you gotta do. Yeah. And um, that was like the tiniest needle ever. I was amazed, but um, yeah, I hate them. Can't stand them at all.
1: To make I don't know if it helps, but I was this, me and my siblings were the same kids. The nurses then, would come in because the reeds were coming in. They would be running around, <laughs> hiding under tables and they would try to hide us and they'd be screaming that would give us a shot and they would be done and I'd laugh. Yeah.
2: yeah i did that mm-hmm. too where i, I for I, years I, I ran down the hallway and they had to come chase me down <laughs> and my mom was like so embarrassed obviously it's like it's the worst <laughs> ah
1: just running down the yeah, hallway yeah. as a four-year-old
2: they, as soon as they have shot. they pull it out you go like you see the door boom you're gone so yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate yeah. it. but now as i'm older i'm not as afraid of um getting shots like if it's a needle i still don't enjoy it uh, but i i'm okay if you're as long as you're putting it in like put it in my butt my arm whatever what gets me is the circulation aspect of it where they draw your blood that's what gets me you can poke me yeah. 10 11 times in the arm i'd rather have that than have someone tie a rubber glove around your bicep you can feel your pulse going in your arm mm-hmm. and then they wipe your one of the most sensitive parts of your body right here Because your mm-hmm. skin is so light there like i can feel my vein that they rub it down with alcohol and then they shove the needle in there you can feel the pulse drawing i mean that is the word. i hate it so much i I do whatever I can to get my blood drawn. I'd rather get t- ten COVID shots than get my blood drawn one time. It freaks me out. Even when they do the blood pressure, when you go to the hospital and they go, take your blood like pressure, that. it starts pumping um, and you can feel the pulse just pounding in your arm and in your in your eyeballs. On, I only go, oh, they go, oh, it's your, your blood a little high. I go, yeah, I'm all freaked out. I hate <laughs> feeling my blood pressure. I hate it. What freaks me out know. the most
1: about blood pressure is when you start to feel your pulse. It's because your 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 vein collapsed. So, or your artery does it. It had like the the wall just eventually gives out, and then oh. that's when it's fighting. So you, it's trying to push blood through there really hard, and that's oh. what they listen. That's why they have the the thing under it because they're listening yeah. for it to collapse.
2: Yeah, really, really. Uh, yeah. So you don't really feel ball. you
1: don't feel your pulse until it collapses, and that's when they get the reading, like 140 over ninety or whatever it is. So, but oh, no, like, I hate all of it. I don't like it. Have you ever? Anyone here ever had an IV? Yeah. Oh.
2: Like it. i don't yeah. like them they leave the straw on um, your arm and they go oh, we'll that's come back what later. freaks me out a little bit we'll and come back to later like when this they is... take
1: it out um oh. you don't really feel it but um yeah i don't i don't love needles and i've had hmm. a lot of them um oh. And it's what's weird about the COVID shot, though, and the flu vaccine, and any of the ones that we
2: typically—you know these what? Days. No one wants to talk about this, but this podcast is brave enough to do it. Go ahead, Dylan.
1: <laughs> we have well, one of the things that I think is so strange is, as a kid, the the needle used to hurt more.
0: Yeah, um, they were. It was a bigger gauge needle. I know. Definitely had to
1: have been because yeah, all of a sudden, all of a I'm sudden, I'm getting a it shot. Had to have been. I'm getting a shot, and you don't even feel it. Right. I mean, it's so weird. Like you don't feel it all. And obviously with the COVID vaccine and especially with like tetanus, you it, the next day it hurts really bad. I don't give a fuck about that.
2: Yeah, um, I don't care about the soreness. I mean it's just care kind of less. Pain, but yeah. Um, it's, but know. it's just so weird because I just got
1: my fourth booster a couple of weeks ago. And humble um, brag, Humble brag. yeah. Still haven't got COVID. Um and Ooh. uh oh yeah, I know. Whoa, look at me. I haven't got COVID. <laughs> There's not a lot of us out there. Um and I'm not every I'm day. Not, less I'm not, less not, not taking risks. risks. All I do is take risks. Um, I'm, I'm not taking risks, but I'm just I'm just living my life. I have, have no boundaries at all. I'm not like oh, I don't want to go in there because it's too much. I'm at concerts and I, you know, sitting at bars. I'm doing whatever. But like, and I still just haven't got it. Anyways, um, I was just still surprised that it just I didn't feel shit. Nothing. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. As someone who uh, was so acutely afraid, especially of of seeing needles i know for a fact I don't and look. i'm sure there's like a website or something that says it i swear that when we were younger the gauge of needle Had to was have been. larger than the one that they're using now because i did not i was telling the guy who was giving me the shot i was like there's no way that was it like i know the whole mm-hmm. building it up in your head thing whatever there's no way that was it because i don't remember it being like that when i was a kid
2: <laughs> yeah that's exactly so when how did I they feel say when you said that
0: Uh, no I he he was just like oh yeah this is it like he was just my age just whatever he didn't say
2: yeah it's it's smaller than it was when we were kids I gotta find out my sister's a a nurse I I they will know yeah because I I have both ideas in my head at the same time where I don't think it changed that much in my head I thought it was completely psychological or like you get older you realize Mm -hmm. it's the same pinch to me, it feels like the same feeling as it always has. Not for and me at all. It's just like, I don't care as much now because like you said, not just the, the buildup, it's the actual feeling of it. And when I was a kid, if someone pinched my arm, I was like, ah! and now I'm like, yeah, <laughs> get off me. I think it's it's psychological toughness, not, not just the buildup or the, or the worry mm. about it. I don't imagine that hypodermic needles have, have gotten much smaller than they were when we were kids. Uh, but that might be true.
1: I do. I mean, with, with med device tech over the past 20 years, I, you know, maybe it just wasn't, we couldn't machine stainless steel enough uh, to a point where we could Mm, get it down to that level. And now we're 20 years. Exactly. We got microchips now that are able to be given inside of you with a hypertech needle. So now we can get that, that make the needle so small. um, That maybe I I wouldn't
2: doubt it exists. I just, I haven't had the experience that makes me think this thing used to be gigantic and now it's small and now I'm, Two feet taller and hundred pounds heavier than then, but that can't have anything to do with it. And everyone's getting shorter as I get older.
1: I bet it is though. Like look at like Balto. You know, you see them. They hold the syringe. Look at Balto. The two two think like.
2: You know the two finger yeah. metal
1: things, and they like do this.
2: They have to use the leverage earlier. Really yeah, go. yeah,
1: exactly. Like that needle. Was... And then
2: you zoom in on the on the in the circle. You go, oh, it really is a tube. Uh, uh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw the magic yeah. school bus. So also. if you go it's like
1: animation. 1940s to now, the needles have gotten smaller. There's no fucking way they haven't.
2: Yeah, but we were born in the 1940s. That's why I'm curious about from 1992 until now if they've gotten smaller.
0: Be it might be so.
2: I'm sure they have. We'll Maybe they have. The, we'll
0: have to find out.
2: I won't be putting that up on the pod. You look up for yourself, guys. If we find out in the meantime, I'm not putting it up. Right in the comments. When we first start doing,
1: so it, so. doing it, I will do Drop a little questions. I'd be like,
2: yeah, put in the comments. When I feel
1: smart, let us know what they are in
2: the comments. We'll write <laughs> back to you. We promise. We always do. Yeah. Meanwhile, it's Kirsten next week being like, oh, I looked it up.
1: <laughs> it's fine. Hey, if you want to go, they're smaller. It's, it's your. Turns fine. out they are. No they rules. are smaller. <laughs> no rules. Any comment is a good comment. So <laughs> that's right. Even the ones about Christ. Yeah, Especially Dylan the Joe, you are the biggest piece of shit in the world. You're going to fucking hell, and we think you suck. We're like, thanks for writing. We appreciate your comment. <laughs> uh, a comment. And line, you know, fuck you,
2: but thanks. <laughs> hell so, yeah,
1: yeah. So that's needles. Uh, uh, no fun.
2: Yeah, and then the last one that has to do with the past couple of years, of course, as well as needles. We're talking about inoculations, Misophobia. fear of germs, germaphobe, as they say. Mm. Got a little yeah. of that going on. I think that's definitely more prominent um, since the 1940s. I would say, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> definitely. To... In 1700, people weren't as afraid of germs as they are now. I, I, you know what? I'll stake my reputation on it. I've been okay,
1: and for the most part, until I got ringworm from the gym. That really, oh my out. god! So gross.
0: Mm. So okay, this is the thing. I don't care about germs until there's a representation of those germs. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, if I were to see.
2: Yeah, they're, they're imaginary. T- invisible t- is
1: invisible <laughs> until you have
0: a rat. Exactly. Yeah. Damn, That's it's me. <laughs> it's,
2: oh, my gosh. I am never <laughs> so afraid of germs until 2020. I was like, you know, wash my hands constantly. Like everything I touched, I felt like I was gross. Mm. And then now I'm back to, you know, just shaking people's hands and licking my fingers afterwards and all the other kind of gross shit. It kind of like faded away from me. But it's you know it's still there. I don't think I'll mm. put my hands in my mouth again.
1: Just, I used to have my hands and mouth all the whole time and Just picking at stuff I don't know what
2: you're talking about I,
1: you talk. I don't do anymore Hey look, I got ringworm from the gym And then I went to, to Triad and Tobago And I came back with hand, foot, and mouth <laughs> disease Didn't That's, like that Hand, foot, and mouth, dude That's mouth.
0: What exactly is hand, foot, and mouth? What's that?
1: Uh, it's pretty much just ringworm on your mouth
0: Oh boy!
2: But it's not a parasite though, right? Isn't it a, it's a virus? I think it's a fungus a fungus it comes yeah. from so so, it, so this is what my doctor told me i was like i was like children this is, I was like, the this babies is and infants so like daycares are basically the hot center for hand foot and mouth and uh-huh. the reason super is spreadable the, like neurovirus
1: but the reason is is that it's a fecal oral transmission so it, it comes from your rear end and and that's uh-huh. not a lot of things have that capability so this one does mm-hmm. but i got like a rash here and but oh, it so has it's a, rashes it like really on you, like your
2: feet and your hands too, right? That's why they call it that. It's like it just yeah. gets on like your extremities. Yeah, um, I got
1: it on not my hands or my feet, but it was on your mouth. a lot of areas. No. Nope. Wait what a places? minute.
2: Hand, foot, and mouth. They should call it hand, foot, and cross disease. Is that what you're saying? Uh, yeah. Oh. You know, you know, kids can't keep their hands out of anything. That's for sure.
1: Yeah, and he told me basically like, so like I was going into markets and stuff there that have, um, they really do have like Ziploc bags full of goat parts and on shelves. Yeah,
0: my mom's from Trinidad. I yeah. haven't been there yet, but my mom's from there. So I've heard plenty of stories.
1: So he didn't say that it was anything in particular. He just said that like with the open air. Uh, honestly, open. Yeah, basically. He mm-hmm. said that's kind of what it is. And then Non-refrigerated meat products. Yeah, And I didn't spend any time, I spent most of my time in tri- in Tobago, but it was still like, mm. we went to a friend's wedding who, who lives there and mm. he's from there. And, um, and, and it's just, it's a lot of, uh, the, the hierarchy in Tobago was either you're living on the upper yep. part or you are down by the beaches and you have car hoods and stuff like that in Tobago, or you're a right. German immigrant. So <laughs> So pretty much my doctor was like, it's just... It's, Big immigration
2: there's... boom, 1947.
1: <laughs> pretty much. Well, I don't know. Well, maybe. I don't know. But he explained to me. He's like, it's, not, I know it's Argentina that. has but... a
2: lot of kids named Liechtenstein and they're pretty brown. Yeah. Um, they're pretty. So that was, the, that was the first,
1: like, you know, that part of the world that I've been to. And it was beautiful and it was nice. And I didn't have any inkling of that until I spent time in the markets. And I'm like, okay, this yeah. is way different than where we're from. Mm-hmm. Um, with the the non refrigerated, every part of a goat you could buy in a bag yep. that's labeled a Sharpie. Yep.
0: <laughs> yep.
1: Yep. And I ate them in a and bag. I, and I ate it all too. I ate everything there. There's no like. Um, so he's like, that's just, if you probably spent more time there, you wouldn't have this issue anymore. You use it just... every part of the goat
2: kimasabi. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, for sure. Yeah. for sure. Yeah. For sure. Look at the sideways eyes. All right, so let's talk about some weird phobias, like some ones that you, I mean, all the ones we just mentioned so far, like even if we don't have them, we can relate. Like we, mm-hmm. we had something to say about all of them. Like, oh, I can see that. I can see that. Um some up. weird ones out there. And we might even be able to relate to these ones too, which is um, arachibutyrophobia, which is fear of peanut butter sticking to the roof of your mouth. Now I've heard of this one just because it's so weird that it's like commonplace for people to yeah. talk about it. Doesn't right. have this fear, fear of peanut butter. It's specifically peanut butter. All right, two I, other things, real
1: quick. Fear of peanut butter is real because of kids with allergies. But fear of peanut butter sticking to your mouth. Okay, <laughs> all right. Just,
2: yeah, one. <laughs> yeah. to this this one's on when you. Talk to us. Yeah,
0: just peanut butter in general. I'm afraid of that. Yeah.
2: yeah. Okay. <laughs> Are you allergic to peanut butter?
0: Yeah, peanuts in general. Yeah, just uh. Oh, peanuts access. in general, huh? Not just yeah. the butter. All of them all of them just get away from me you have please.
2: anaphylaxis if you have it that's yes beer. wow yeah it's not great wow i'm glad um i know that now i can stop doing my peanut <laughs> butter swab when i meet you yeah I, meet you, I usually do this i go yeah and then i do the um,
0: oh across the board. great
2: the simba thing yeah joe's done it to all of us just
0: everyone he meets yeah.
2: <laughs> right down damn yeah. so i i can that's a, again i wouldn't say that's a phobia if if something can cause you severe bodily right. harm, that's, that's just, just straight
0: up, straight up fear. But sticking to the roof
2: <laughs> of your mouth seems like it's some kind of weird. Uh, I don't know. That, that that seems ridiculous. I don't know. So
0: uh, when I when I came across that, when I actually uh, read something that said something to the effect of it actually is linked to um, a fear of choking.
2: That makes a lot of sense because it, it's yeah. that it's a sticky. It you never can't get goes it away. Yeah. Tom can't get it. It's like a sticking a glue in your mouth. You start to choke. And it actually roped in, I think, to the with, dogs. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> with dogs. <laughs> dogs. No, I was gonna say with dogs
1: because someone might have <laughs> choked from st- <laughs> choke before. Then then all of a sudden, food gets scary.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And but peanut I think butter that, is that's a top contender hair. of scary okay. food. Okay. A Fear <laughs> of choking should be. Peanut butter to roof your mouth should be looped in with fear of choking. They're like, no, no, no but this is very specific. Just the peanut butter. Like, no, no, no. It's mm-hmm. choking. It's mm-hmm. like i I don't have a fear of flying an airplane. I have a fear of flying in a uh, AC-130 <laughs> at twenty thousand feet. It's like, no, Yo, you have a fear of being an airplane. Like, it's, you're just splitting hairs here. The peanut mm-hmm. butter thing is fear of choking, and fear of choking is also looped into survival instinct and actual danger. It makes more sense than fear of peanut butter.
0: Right. I think.
2: I mean, not to t's final thoughts but these all make sense it's just that they've been cranked mm. up to his dream none of them are i have a fear of blinking too much it, it's like this is there's reasons for the fear that's why it hits your psyche that hard which brings me to nomophobia fear of being without your mobile phone
3: hmm.
2: i right. would
0: like to see the statistics on that over the last couple of years because we probably, because yeah, all, all these it.
2: Gen Z people don't even know how to live without their phone. You know? <laughs> like, they're, really yeah, weak. well, Everyone.
0: it's not, it's not so much to be like, like that, but more the fact that be, these younger kids are, it's, they, they have access to a phone at a much younger age than we did. So, I mean, someone our age, I mean, how Steve didn't get a phone until he was like 21. He was just like, I never saw the need for it. So I just got one. But
2: so in your defense, like he's 50, though. So when he was yeah, 11, right. <laughs> 150,
0: 150. No, his parents still don't have cell phones. So it's just wow. they just decided that's how they do their thing. But um, no, it just be interesting because technology is so much more readily available for them from day one versus when we were, what, seventh, eighth grade.
2: Yeah, I would say that's probably grouped into the same thing we're talking mm-hmm. about, though, it's, it's less that they can't reach Instagram and more that if anything happens they can't contact anybody and they're so mm. used to being able to contact people at any given time that the, that not having it makes them feel like an emergency is imminent even if it's not it's yes. like
1: someone born with a gun and then all <laughs> of a sudden you take it away and they they think that the world is scary and they're not going to defend themselves oh they never right. used it and they never mm-hmm. used it right yeah exactly like right. i've i've you know i've got i i uh over the past decade i've probably gone two weeks tops without a phone because my phone dies, well, especially when I worked at my last job, I didn't need it because I worked in a cubicle. Um, so when my phone died, I just didn't want to replace it at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I went without a phone as long as I could, like three or four years ago until everyone's like, dude, just get a phone back. I'm like, I really like it. I'm enjoying not having this because I'm addicted to it. And that I thought nice. Nice. it was yeah. nice. It was really That's nice. Eventually, easy. I got another like, one. Looking and... at
2: it, people could always reach you. And if you don't respond, it's your fault.
1: Yeah. And I don't typically want to be bothered a lot. Like if if I'm talking to you, it's I choose it. You know, like I'm not I don't like I I have no notifications. My phone really doesn't even vibrate most of the time. I have it on silent. So like having a
2: phone is just like (laughs) it doesn't vibrate most of the time. I have it on no vibrate, but it never vibrates.
1: (laughs) No, no. I'm saying is like I usually if I can silent is like most of my day. And if I see a missed call, I'll call it back or I'll check my text or whatever. But no notifications, no pop-ups, no nothing, no any of those things. I'm like, it's too, like, don't control me way too much. Whereas some people are like, why isn't your GPS talking to you? I'm like, because I don't want to fucking hear it. I can see it. I don't want anyone talking to me ever. Uh, You know, like, I just want to, you know, like silence, quiet,
2: quiet time. I go off on that. People have the GPS that talks to them. It's like, what's, what, what is wrong with you? You can't look at stuff. Turn left in one hundred feet. Well, that brings left up another Fifty point. feet. Turn left now. It's like, got it.
0: Silent.
1: No, I don't got it. Another thing is, it says turn left in one hundred feet. What the fuck's hundred feet?
0: Thank you. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> what? I I'm like have... now.
1: Holy shit! Or in an hour? Oh I don't God. fucking know. Yes. You know, like when I you're driving, you have. No... <laughs> I can tell you what hundred feet looks like. It's like three telephone poles. Okay, I got it. You know, but like. When I'm driving and I'm going 60 or 30 or 10, I don't fucking know. I'm like, <laughs> and then, then there's five streets. I'm like, I don't know which one's a hundred feet. Not even yep. a goddamn clue. Like-
2: turn, So why like, even have the volume on then? Just follow the map like you're in a video game. To go. Oh, why does 30? it tell me
1: turn right and exit 36? It's like, okay,
2: but no volume. Nuh-uh. My music
1: is on. Don't fuck that up. Don't, don't fucking yeah. talk to me. No one talk to me, please <laughs> ever. I, I can see- it's on my dashboard. Got this. Thank you, that. Kirsten, for agreeing with me on that. No, totally what is a hundred feet? What's a thousand feet?
0: No idea. Fucking okay, no. <laughs> no idea. That's a
1: mile. Yeah. Well, I'm going to take out my mental, uh, do a mental exercise <laughs> of me taking a, a hundred steps, basically
2: a hundred feet. Get out of here. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, a, it's, it's, crazy. That I mean, crazy. some of these are just so dumb. Fear of numbers, uh, fear of bathing ablutophobia now that's, uh,
3: that's
2: i weird. i can't actually exactly tie that down to like an actual human fear unless they have childhood kind of abuse. Dr- drowning abuse drowning abuse yeah like some kind of drowning thing where like bathing mm-hmm. yeah i shouldn't even say drowning maybe maybe it's a sexual abuse thing where it's like next time last time they were bathed they were touched mm-hmm. in a way that, that was uncomfortable for them from the ages
1: of one to five all their parents is lay them on their back and pour shampoo in their eyes <laughs> yeah. so the first five years of their life the first thing that was open up it's oh, tear-free, L'Oreal oh.
2: for kids squirt shampoo
1: in their eyes. like, "I don't want to bath anymore." My parents used to pour shampoo in my eyes for fun, yeah. so now I just <laughs> I'll do it. Hell,
2: that'll do it. Um uh, all right, What I'll, else you got there? I'll do I'll do two more because now now we're getting on a, a crazy crazy tangent ah. here. Um, but there is, a, um, thebafolia, uh, which is fear of adolescence, like uh, you know that old. Uh, what, what the hell is that by that song uh teenagers scared the living shit My chemical out of me. yeah <laughs> yeah like you're afraid of teenagers <laughs> like oh they're freaky they all look weird and their emotions are crazy i'm afraid of teenagers how are you be afraid of teenagers when i was afraid of teenagers i was a teenager or a child now that i'm an adult i'm not afraid of teenagers at all they don't yeah fear, man. not at all Besides I-
1: human beings being at their peak physical fitness, and they, if they know how to kill you because they have the <laughs> mindset, they probably will and can. Yeah. Besides that, I can talk my way out of any situation with them. There's no like being held at gunpoint by a 14 year old. I probably can't talk my way out. of Hell yeah! You
2: just take your hat, you turn it backwards, and you kick your skateboard <laughs> up, and you go, "I'm one of you guys." You stare them in the eyes and you punch them. You in guys the nose got like MySpace or what? Yeah.
0: MySpace. Oh boy. <laughs>
2: And this is the dumbest one of all. Hippopotamonstrosquipatidaliophobia, uh-huh. t- t- which <laughs> is a fear of long words, which is a joke, right? Yeah. That's a joke. Whoever made that is like, isn't that funny? It's because yeah. it's the word is the longest word ever, even fear of long yeah, words. That, I don't take that seriously at all. Whoever made that up is not a scientist or a linguist. They're a troll. That's stupid. Is <laughs> that like the person who made the word lisp? To describe uh, speeches, yeah. you can't. It's the same say it. guy,
0: same it's the guy same for guy. sure.
2: Yeah, I, we was, shouldn't uh, take that seriously at all. Not respectful. But I had to bring up, of course, before I'm knowing this is uh, colrophobia. Does anyone remember what that is? From colrophobia. Colrophobia, from a podcast we've already done, which is a more common fear than all the ones we just mentioned in the past five minutes. Public speaking. It's a fee- I, I, that that's a big one. There definitely is a word for that. But um, it's a fear of clowns.
0: Oh, yeah, mm.
2: fear of clowns. And, and I me and Joe could...
1: decided that this is this is also a dog scenario. That clowns used to be cool. Yeah, and it wasn't until yeah. John Wayne Gacy and the movie yeah. It
2: <laughs> yeah ruined it all. It's association. I can also tie it down to that it's even if there wasn't John Wayne Gacy who's ruined clowns for everybody, and it is that you can't discern their facial expressions. So it hits your amygdala in the same way. And you're like, I don't know what this person's thinking. Their face is drawn like they're sad or surprised, but they're actually grabbing- my hips and they're <laughs> whispering in my ear with their booze breath. And I think God. this might be a bad thing. cigarette booze breath. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if this is fun anymore. So <laughs> I think that's a that, really good point. I think I <laughs> <laughs> tied
1: down with that. Yeah. I'm thinking of the clown that I met when I was like four or five and I, and I was very uneasy about the whole experience. I would and cry I didn't, when clowns didn't around. know I about scared. John Wayne Gacy yet. And I never obviously saw it, but I still remember that clown at my cousin Debbie's birthday party being like, I
2: don't know about this guy. I don't know. <laughs> I'm and i do laugh. mean guy I know i'm i not laughing that's all i know because <laughs> i have yet to see a, a female clown at a children's party i would like to see one for sure when i was researching <laughs> clowns i took a lot of the tutorial stuff especially the makeup from a girl clown cosmic professional <laughs> yeah that's one of those youtube makeup channels with one million viewers <laughs> and she's like here's how you become bozo yeah. <laughs> you need to blend You need to blend here. (laughs) Pretty much.
0: (laughs) Hell yeah.
4: Oh, yeah, I meant to talk to you about it. Uh, How's the business going? (laughs) How's the
2: business going? Man, the margins are razor thin. I'm beating my ass every night just trying to think about it. I'm barely making any money over here.
4: Well, what's the big problem? I mean, you got to have a huge expense that's driving that.
2: I'm deep in the hole. Oh, I I feel like it's I'm paying my employees too much money for what they're worth, you understand? They are working for me, but I'm paying them way more than what they're putting out. If there's only a way to save money, but have the exact same situation going on, but there isn't. So I don't know what I don't know what to do.
4: You know what? I think I have something for you. Really? I've been reading up on it. And you only have to pay women 83 cents to the dollar of a man. Is that right? So I think, as a recommendation, fire all your men and hire women.
2: That sounds fantastic. Dylan Joe Basin Podcast recommends firing all men and only hiring women for less money. So do you guys want to talk about our phobias before we wrap this thing up? Like what what is our, I wouldn't say that we have a debilitating fear of anything, but if you had to pick your phobia, that's like one or two or three, how many you think that are like severe enough to be like, this affects me in a way when I hear about this or I'm put in a situation, I am severely distraught about it. I have three. Okay. Um, do you want to start, Kirsten, or are we putting you on the spot here? We can start for you if you want.
0: Um, Dylan can go, since you you have the three that you yeah, know. I
2: don't.
1: He's all started when I was a kid for some reason. I don't know why. Uh,
2: I think that might be all phobias, as we're learning here. I don't know if any phobias start at age 60. Mm, Besides <laughs> if it's, you're trying to ride the bus and all these whippersnappers keep stealing your change, and you have a fear <laughs> of teenagers. <laughs> Uh,
1: one of them was uh, looking at nudie magazines with no shades on the windows thinking the FBI
2: is watching me from the satellite Let's say like they put tape on your webcam they're, the windows. I, they're looking I'm, at you right through the webcam I grew up without
1: having blinds I don't know why on my bedroom but I'd be like having to i like, 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 in the closet because right? I'm like they can't see me from here um, so uh, all right, so besides that, that one's not that that is a real thing that I used to do. But like um now we have the opener. It's like that'd be like there's someone watching me. Can't be mm. you know mm. so like
2: that song with uh, featuring Michael Jackson. Yep. <laughs> I yep. always
0: feel like somebody's watching. You must have grew up without blinds
2: too. Like
1: and I get no
0: <laughs> privacy. Yeah. <laughs> they need the struggle.
2: Yeah, so oh, the there's no blinds one- when you grow up Catholic, because God can see <laughs> beyond the that's gotta be it yep, that's God, my fear the <laughs> whole world's watching me I used to look over at my mom and I thought she could read my mind even when I was thinking something I'm like can you read my mind and I would test her I'd be like you read it right now right now huh? <laughs> I think it's definitely because it's God funny. could read all your thoughts that I thought my mom could too I'm like I bet I bet everyone can hear what I'm thinking all the time and I, and I should be ashamed of myself
0: how old were you guys when you when you left Catholic school 15
2: oh, I was 17 I think I left for uh, Joe
0: so okay, I yeah. Was I was last in, in the class. I was in Catholic school up till seventh grade, so I kind of get it. Yeah,
2: got it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, totally. Um, so,
0: but, but, for the real oh, ones, there's no
2: phobia for fear of God because we should all have
1: it. It's normal. so <laughs> <laughs> what keeps us in line, apparently. Um, without but that, no, we I, do uh,
2: the, the savages. Right, right, right. And I mean that. We're keeping that in. <laughs>
3: God. <laughs> so,
1: I uh, always had a fear of the dark. Don't know why, still do. Great. Um, I can so. walk out at night and be fine, but the dark's never really benefited me. Um, so, I like like, night, guy. I like a good old nightlight. Um, uh, and then um, to tie into that, part of the fear of dark is fear of aliens showing up in the middle of the night. Mm uh still and i'm excited to see aliens i cannot wait till there's they're, they're finally you know showing up in the next couple of years for real on the news and stuff and i'm very very much looking forward to having them be a part of my life but for now the fear of malicious ones really freaks me out
3: mm-hmm. and
1: then the third one is i already talked about it but i just i do have a genuine feel for flying
2: flying mm-hmm. the aerophobia we know the name for mm-hmm. that I looked it up. It's not a specific fear of aliens, um, but astrophobia is the fear of outer yeah. space that might be kind of lumped into that.
0: Astrophobia.
1: Yep, that's what it's called. That's, uh, that pretty much sums it up.
2: It's pretty good. It's it's funny because you're so fascinated by both flight and aliens, yeah. and they're two of your biggest fears. That is, that is fascinating to me.
1: Makes sense I mean, You focus on stuff and you become interested in it. It's, it's what it is i mean if right now they're like hey dylan i'm not, hop I'm not in an f-16 i'd be like looks great let's do it i'm in you know like it's a really strange takes a real i don't think it i don't think it does it. make
2: sense i think that you're an anomaly in that sense because That's why i said it's gonna take a because my fears not I also, hate I also hate roller
1: coasters also hate roller coasters <laughs> for someone who wanted to be a fire pilot as a whole childhood but it's like well you hate roller coasters how so you know i'm like shut up i'll do it so, you know i'll figure it out I can take the G-forces if I'm... I can. A, It'll be fine. There's something about commercial airliners that bothers me. I'm not afraid of F-16s. It's fine. Um Yeah. So. It's on the conch.
0: I can kind of relate to, to that, though. When you're interested in something and you learn enough about it, it sometimes kind of becomes a little bit of a... Because even looking at my list, I'm like, I can totally relate to that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
2: Wait, But yeah. is that the way it goes? Because for me, Dylan's thing seems like he... It's so interested in it, then the more he finds out, he's more comfortable with it. And it sounds like what you're saying, here is not with airlines, that you find out you're less comfortable with it, or not. Oh,
0: I'm definitely less comfortable the more I find out. The more you find out,
2: yeah, <laughs> me too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, same with
1: like trying to try to before your flight, like googling why you know you shouldn't be feared of flying because it's one in the billion chance you're going to die on an airplane. The ride to the airport's worse or whatever it is, but I'm like. As a mechanic and as a, you know, hobby mechanic, but I've been doing this for 15 years, you know, like someone's responsible for keeping that thing maintained up in the air. I know how every single part of an airplane works. I understand lift. I understand the physical behind it. I understand, I have friends who are pilots. I've talked to commercial pilots and fighter pilots and the whole thing. I've got a pretty, if you have questions. And you're more flying, scared.
2: i asked me that. and it
1: didn't help at all.
2: So you're more, no, but are you more scared or you're just, you're just as scared? I think I'm
1: scared because I work on cars.
2: Yeah, because I, I find it interesting like, that uh, out of I, all the phobias we've seen, there's no fear of driving in a car that was on the list. I'm sure that it's the name for it, but like, oh yeah, my sister people don't it. have a fear yeah. of being in a car, they although do. it's <laughs> much more... Da- fuck you. You're way more dangerous. dangerous. You No, yeah, yeah, but you don't have a phobia of it. What I'm saying is that it's way more dangerous than anything else on the list. You're much more likely to die from a car accident than you are spider, snake, um, mm-hmm. clown, my sister won't drive on the highway still. She's 33. Yeah, that's, that's not good. That's
1: Does she
0: have again. a bad accident? Never. Never really. Mm.
2: Yep. I have, but I don't care. Well, she had mm-hmm. the same childhood as Dylan did. So that'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: weird stuff, but, but the airplane thing is I'm like, I can't say, I can't understand. I'm like, I just, I just think it sounds like a horrible death. You've got three minutes or a minute to know you're going to die. And it's going to be quick, but it's going to be, you're going to be disintegrated physically. Well, it's a car accident, I don't even know. It'll be a metal rod through my throat. I don't even know. Like,
2: I've gone into into... the alternative, though. The way that the three of us are going to go, probably, because after the age of 20, your, like, cause of death goes from car accident to, like, heart disease, cancer, dementia, Mm -hmm. like... I, it's much better i'd much rather die in a plane crash have a minute of sheer panic than then two years of debilitating depression and losing all that you know and love in your life i mean come on it's a no-brainer at that point give me a minute of fear or two years of losing all your faculties and your it's sense true. of hope and wonder uh yeah. it's fucking no brainer but Ooh. we don't get to choose we're gonna get the other one not the plane okay. crash mm. Yeah,
3: That's
1: I don't true. I don't know. I got I, I could talk about this for a, a whole hour, so I'm not gonna
2: <laughs> <laughs> well my my big one, of course, from the descent and whatever else is definitely claustrophobia. I hate being packed in or trapped into space. Um, the idea of being stuck in one single place and not being able to leave freaks me the fuck out. That is my biggest fear of being on a plane is when you when you take off or land and they had the part where they're like, all right, we're gonna wait to we don't have an actual uh, jet way. We're, we're going to wait another hour and a half. Just sit here and then you'll get off when we say so. I go, Ugh. I start feeling like my <sighs> my shirt's tight and I go, I don't know about this. I'm going to start freaking out. Like, get me the fuck out of here. Get me out. I want to be outside. I want to be free. I can't be contained. And that's why the idea of being in a prison cell or in a, in a coffin or, or bound up or tied up or anything like that is just awful mm. to me. The idea of losing complete. Freedom of movement and being packed in or being buried alive, being stuck in a cave, all those things terrify the shit out of me. I, that is definitely my phobia if I have to have one, being trapped in and locked in. And I don't know what part of my childhood happened to that, but I do remember a specific occasion going to the 4th of July fireworks in Boston, which is a great time if you haven't gone. It's awesome. Go to the Esplanade, it's the biggest fireworks show. You know, New York thinks they have it, they don't because they have all this other shit. Boston's great. Um, and on the way back, we had to go through this giant mass of people. And I was mm-hmm. freaking out. My mom was like, All right, relax. No, we're okay. Yeah. She had her hands on my shoulders, but I'm like, I'm looking around, I, I I see no exit, I see nowhere to go. We're, we're just walking through this giant crowd. I know we can't leave. And then we get pushed onto this tee, packed in. Mm-hmm. Some that. guy's back is in my face, my mom's hand on my shoulder, and you're stuck in this tomb. They go, I seal <laughs> you up and I go, I'm trapped. <laughs> and I, I mean, I never been, you know, so that, that has to be, you know, not, not where it came from, but, like, it, it fed into my big part of it. Shit. Yeah. That's why when I hear people being like, I love a good weighted blanket. That way I have 90 pounds wrapped around I my love fucking blankets And I can't wait. That it. sounds terrible. <laughs> if I can't go like this and splash my blanket off, I don't want it. I don't. A sleeping bag is good because you're warm. But as soon as it's stripped up to my nose, get me the fuck out of there. I feel like I'm in a cocoon. Get me out. I want to
1: get one of the beds they had in, like, all of... European human history that were like these boxes on stands that you like. Sh- they were designed for like Renaissance era times when a one bedroom slept ten people. So no. they for privacy, everyone had their own box. You Ever seen these? Oh boy!
2: No, no, I no, no. it's imagine. like
1: decorative box with like a door, and it's I like, like the size of a. Tw- like it's, like t- it's like the size of a twin bed, but it's a box with like it's a coffin, like a couple <laughs> feet. <laughs> Of, of
2: headroom
0: that's all i'm like, hearing that way when you common. die
2: they just drop it to the ground they go oh you already no it's more you already wore it in
1: it's it's more like the the box um that you uh tell your priest things in confessional
0: the confessional
1: it's more like that what of, i'm like,
0: imagining is like the morgue like the, the slidey thing yes
1: thing, no no no. You, more. Got more, you got like a lot more headroom than that oh okay. that's
2: nice oh uh, three four inches
1: <laughs> no 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 the ones i saw look nice look real nice
2: they look like you got like but they're horizontal like, right they're not vertical you don't have a twin size bed but you're standing up well they're like seven like
1: the... feet this way okay. by like four or five feet that way five okay that's not that bad five It it's basically a tent made of wood only square you know like i really want one now well put my teeth put like a tv in there and stuff it look fun it's,
3: yeah.
2: it's like a tiny house
3: pretty
1: like much yeah yeah yeah. Huh. yeah but my main thing is exit. when my kids want to come get me they have to knock on my fucking i mean door i've been
2: stuck and, in, and they uh, yell at them it sounds as fun you know not not stuck permanently but i've been stuck in a walk-in cooler before know? Oh, okay. really? i thought not you meant funny the, i thought you meant the priest thing uh, i was stuck in there too but that's <laughs> i don't think about that because that's deep 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 uh <laughs> no but i i mean I, it's insane to me that people want to do any of that shit. Even just be like. Hey, why don't you close this coffin door on me? I'll just hang out for like thirty seconds, and it will be a fun joke or any any relying on someone else being like, "Hey, I'm gonna go in this closet," and people close the door on you, and they're like, "Ha, you can't get out." I'm like, it's immediately not funny to me. Not at funny all. at all. Terrified. Never funny. Not funny. Yeah, I don't funny. like it. I don't like it. Why at did me. Why did you walk in at the restaurant? Have a fucking walk. No, it it, it wasn't that. It was someone was holding it close. being like, oh, "Yeah, because you can do the thing where you turn the." because people died in the past that they got mm-hmm. locked in so they have the thing you can turn the wheel and it, it undoes the latch from inside um so you now you can't actually lock yourself in unless someone puts a padlock on the outside which they can still do and we mm-hmm. have it my work um which won't work <laughs> if they put a padlock on but um but yeah you can get out of it but i don't just like even as a joke for like 10 seconds be like ah it's funny like i immediately like i think i think that everything's funny just take a sense of humor, like just fucking with you, whatever. Just take your licks. But anytime someone trusts me anywhere, I'm immediately like, this isn't funny. And when I get out, I'm not going to be laughing about it. I'm, yeah, I'm time gonna, to come I'm out not, with not, that. I'm not going to trust you ever again. That's what I'm going to do.
1: With that top mm-hmm. shelf saran wrap, five gallons of pasta sauce and dump it on their head. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. A good I was going to say smash their face into the door, but that's not realistic.
2: No that's why it's that. insane to me. The people but who wanna, like. That's not funny. Not funny. The people who want to, like, tie themselves up or, like, vacuum pack themselves into, like, plastic for, like, a kink and stuff. I'm like, you, you just kill me. I- I'm not being involved in that shit at all. It's fucking yeah, terrifying. Don't fine. don't tie me to a bed. I'm good. I don't want to be any part of that. Nope. Yeah, claustrophobia has got to be my one. Let me be free. Yeah, mm. not liking that.
0: I get that for sure.
2: Kirsten, <laughs> what's yours?
0: Um, My biggest fear is, um, it's it's funny, because you're gonna probably hear it when um, you do the editing for this. I don't like public speaking at all. And (laughs) I also really do not like being it's working out now because I feel very comfortable with you guys. But like, if I had to give like a presentation to a bunch of people that I don't know, I am an absolute wreck, but you will hear. You will hear because I felt it. I know you'll hear it. My voice gets really shaky. I sweat. My stomach has been turning this entire time. Not that I'm oh, not having no. fun, but I hate. Just I. I have. Uh, it's starting now. I can feel it. But it's like I really don't like uh, public speaking at all. So that's my big one. Um, I can You're certainly of- good at it for
1: someone who doesn't like it. Absolutely. Thanks.
0: Uh, a lot of practice in masking it, but it, it's still to this day just, I can tell you exactly when it started. I had to give a presentation in art class uh, about Andy Warhol in high school. And
3: mm, in topic. the middle,
0: yeah, he's a great guy. But like in the middle of talking, um, I like tried to breathe and talk at the same time and just like choked, like oh, literally yeah. choked in front of my entire class and they were all staring at me just like what the fuck was that and i like made some weird noise yeah,
1: like <laughs> but, ooh, um, like just something yeah
0: <laughs> like <clears throat> yeah. yeah so um so now like ever since then that's when at least i was like cognizant of it but that that was the starting point of me just being like okay if there's more than like five people I, I don't want to do it and if I don't know half of them I definitely don't want to do it so it's like sure. yeah yeah that's that's the big one um and then just like honorable mentions that I have um bot flies and cordyceps cordycep, cordycep oh, mushrooms
3: oh, Those are no. yes Let's okay see. so
0: I'm not gonna say it again I won't because it is disgusting but that and cordyceps mushrooms, this is what I was talking about earlier, Dylan, you said when you learn more about something, um, you you are more afraid of it because you're learning more about it. That's how mm-hmm. I feel about those. At first I was like, oh, nature documentary, that's cool. And I then- don't actually
2: know about, I know about boss lines, but I don't know about cordyceps. I don't know about either. If you don't mind telling us about. This
0: is, okay, totally irrational, but it's, it's this fungus that it only affects insects right now, yet so far. So what it does is uh, these spores land on an insect, right? So pretend this is an ant. It burrows through their shell, their skin, whatever, and then it's, yeah, and then it starts like to network in there and what it does is it grows out of their head and it it forces the insect to go to a high point to release its spores.
2: Oh yes, I have heard of it i it.
0: <laughs> Dylan, exactly. Parasitic so mushroom me...
1: bullshit sounds terrible. exactly.
0: <laughs> uh, that for me, as soon as I saw it, I was like, okay, I want to know more, but I'm also terrified. Thankfully, they don't affect humans yet. So, mm. but.
2: Yeah. Bot up. flies do though. And what yeah. they do, is they lay their larva inside your skin. I know. And but, they, okay. They, I know that they, this, they yeah. grow out in like little honeycomb pods, And when they're ready, the, their larva bursts out of your skin and start eating your flesh in order to get their mm-hmm. first meal. I mm-hmm. mean, I've seen maybe one or two videos of people extracting them and I'm like, I'm done for that forever. And there's mm-hmm. someone go, Oh, bot fly in a kitten. Oh, bot fly, a little baby. I'm like, I'm never gonna watch that again. It's the most horrific thing ever. It's, it's just like, it's the visceral, y- human reaction would be like that's yeah. the most disgusting awful thing ever and basically you once it's in you it's like any kind of parasite like it, getting it out ain't the fun part and mm-hmm. it's just bad so i can definitely mm-hmm. see that people have a similar fear of the um i'll look it up now but like fear of like little holes, like the barnacle thing we we're talking about that, like the fear of like all the holes and stuff and i think that has to do with stuff like that it has to do with parasites because like, like why are you afraid of little holes like well little holes aren't dangerous but association which is if you mm. see little holes it means it's like some kind of crazy parasite or skin condition which it should be afraid of it's not good
0: so that's tripophobia. and that oh, was okay. also on the list but i figured yeah. we already went over that so right better. but that's a similar thing I mean,
2: yeah <laughs> you've seen that yeah. Dylan? even if you don't have it if you look at pictures of it you'll get it just by looking just at pictures unsettling. So unsettling yeah i get it yeah, yeah i'll take a look but Oh, i was, I was to say, viewer discretion advised on this podcast. There's a lot of phobias. Yes. put up here. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Trigger warning. It. Yeah, crazy.
2: Well, I got to um, say, as someone who's afraid of public speaking, you're doing a hell of a job here on the podcast. Yeah, kicking ass. Probably yeah. Probably the best guest ever. So. And, thank
1: you. and one thing important to know, not that you're asking for anything at all, but <clears throat> it's really hard to do public speaking, especially say you're on a podium giving a speech about something or whatever it is. But the one thing I noticed, because I'm quite uneasy about it as well, um, this setting makes me comfortable. I'm cool with it. I talk on Zoom a lot and whatever. But when I do have to give a presentation for work or go talk in front of people, I'm typically a giant mess. Mm. And there was one day I had a realization where, because inside I feel like a complete nightmare. I mean, like paralyzing anxiety. I can't Mm -hmm. even speak. I can't think clearly. I can't do whatever, that type of thing. And one time I forced myself to have all of those feelings that I feel if I'm in front of hundred people or whatever it is. And I looked in the mirror and you can't tell. Really? You think that you're getting flush with mm-hmm. redness or sweat or whatever it is. But if you force yourself to feel all of those feelings, like you had to give a speech for work or something where there's like a long line about judgment, and you, make, you look in the mirror and you look yourself in the eyes while you force yourself to have those feelings. You can't even, I can't even see it myself. I'm like, Interesting. So if I feel these things, no one's going, oh, shit. Christ, right. Fucked.
2: Like <laughs> this, <guy sucks." laughs> this guy is clearly having a panic attack. Everyone let's laugh. Like someone called the ambulance. <laughs> no one can tell you unless it's like insane.
1: No one can tell. It's it's mm-hmm. the craziest thing. And that that's the only thing that's ever probably at this point got me through things besides alcohol.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. That's that's it. It's it's I think a lot of uh, these phobias, um, even just going through this process, I feel like a lot of them for me are those mind over matter types of situations where it is really in my head. You can't <laughs> see it. Yeah. Exactly. And I mean, I'm going to have to try to keep reminding myself that because it's it's a bitch like. Yeah, <laughs> I, bitch. I
1: know. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, you sound amazing. You look amazing. The no one Absolutely. in the world can Thanks. tell like, yeah. Never in a world after, mm-hmm. after watching your, uh, your recorded, um, whatever program you use, it's not obviously not zoom. It's your, one that you have. Loom, uh, yeah. Boom. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was like, oh, shit, <laughs> she's the real deal and you're great at it. You know, there's no, no, not even two seconds of, you know, anything. And I'm sure inside you might've felt differently, but there's, yeah. we can't tell dead honest. And as someone for a living, I do this and I still am always not the podcast, but for work. Mm -hmm. um you still can't yeah Yeah, we know (laughs) but you can't tell like i feel inside and then for you you look i'm I'm like shit i wish i was that good absolutely gosh. genuinely
2: mean that i i hope that that
0: that i appreciate that i really Um, do appreciate that
2: i think that has to do with a lot of phobias too that right that's how you can train them out of people is that it is uh an irrational fear that's Part in your life it's like they have exposure therapy sessions or other ways to get mm-hmm. over that the, the best thing you can do for it is like force yourself into it, which is the worst thing you can think yeah, of but after and... you get through that and you realize that you're not dead no one cares and you're fine that you can start to like kind of settle into that kind of idea um that being said don't lock me in a box to teach me a lesson i'm good on that <laughs> i don't need to do that uh, but i get why it would work Mm. yeah no I don't know if that that one I'm not sure would work
0: I feel like
1: therapy of locking yourself in a box and having someone sit on it I don't think like it's it, gonna it help. It
2: exacerbate the problem rather than solve. Yeah. so now you
1: have trauma that you have to process for the next
2: 20 years
3: <laughs>
2: there is a fine line well you have to do it on a, it's a clinical standard they don't just go all right get them <laughs> like i have a fear of being kidnapped all right get him at work put a bag over his head like no it's, it's a you know step-by-step process i said it's, it's not 100 accurate but you know you arachnophobia you look at a spider all right next week we're gonna have, have a spider go in your hand next week have a spider crawl on you and you, eventually you go oh you know i still don't like spiders but it's not de- a debilitating fear mm. I, don't, I don't know if you can ever work a fear out of somebody altogether. it's kind of built in but you can take them from a life-changing debilitating condition to I can deal with this kind of like public speaking where it's like, I'm never going to be comfortable with it. uh, But, you know, I can be more comfortable than I am now and not think it's the end of the world. When it happens, you don't have Mm. to be, uh, you go from zero to, you know, Broadway, uh, you know, Michigan J frog. Hello, my baby. Hello, my dog. You have to go (laughs) right from that, but you can go from, I can do a zoom call and not be in a full panic attack because Mm. you realize, uh, you have to do mind over matter, like we said, for all these things, like your brain is so smart of the human, but the part of your brain that's terrified is, you know, it's that mm-hmm. snake part. It's the reptile part, the amygdala. It's like, oh, what's going on here? I'm in danger. I think that's one
1: of the most important things you ever said is that like, I didn't even think of this, that like, no matter how many classes you take, how much exposure therapy you have, how much reading, how much therapy, how much friends talking to you, how much people hold in your hand. It, anything that you have as a phobia or fear is not going away. Mm. No way. You just, you just become manageable. Right. And I appreciate that. And then there's like the, you know, the other side of it that I think is also equally as helpful is like, uh, it's like the Navy SEAL mindset thing. It's like, um, you know, if it's it, do it, do it afraid, like don't expect to jump out of an airplane and have it not be terrifying. Yeah, but like if you're not afraid, you're not paying attention. If you can't attention. calm yourself down, you, if you can't calm afraid. yourself down, go, hey, well, I'm going to do this scared out of my fucking mind if I'm going to do it.
2: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: so you just, hey, if you can't do it not afraid, just do it afraid. You go, hey, well, I'm afraid. I can't, I'm not going to talk. I can't get over that. So I'm going to do it afraid. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, that's actually kind of a cool way to look at it because it's just throughout the world of tech of like information that we live in, you get more things like that, that end up helping. Mm -hmm. you don't have to have these things go away most people probably have the same fears yeah so you're not alone um and you end up the people who do do it are probably faking it Mm -hmm. somewhat you know they're just getting over it and it's still terrifying and they go throw up after i mean Mm. so definitely (laughs) my first time speaking in public well like in not school or like random, you know, was uh, professionally. Yeah, I was in front of 500 people, and I was, uh,
0: I, was <sighs> I was 19.
1: Yep, and I was invited to Dallas, Texas, for like, uh, you know, a car club to speak as a young member, and I just thought I was going to get away with not talking. And they handed me the, mm. the guy's like, "Hey, you're up next." I'm like, "No, it's fine. I'm cool. Not gonna, don't need to say anything." He's like, "Not an option." I was like, "Okay," and I, I, my, I had a glass of water. And the only time my entire life I couldn't hold it still. Mm. I was like, what the fuck am I gonna say? And I get I that. that. I could I've never in my life shaken like that before. I don't have those responses as a person. I just get I get deer in the headlights and, mm. um, yeah. and uh and I killed it. I said something hilarious and um And, uh, but it came out of pure adrenaline and it worked and I was Mm. like, and then it was over and I was like, oh my fucking God, I hope that never happens again. Um, yeah, but I couldn't believe I pulled it off, but I was like, I'm, I I was like, I'm, I'd rather, do you have a gun? Cause I would prefer (laughs) that, um, than the microphone right now. (laughs) Yep. Really? Like I'm dead serious. I was like, I'd rather just blow my head off. Like, it's fine. You know, like I can't do this. Like no way. And I still would probably feel the same way today. Somewhat. Mm. I'm better, but it's. It's still not easy.
0: Yeah. No, definitely. I I get all of that for sure.
1: Yeah, I know you do. So, cool. You wanted to wrap into final thoughts, uh, Joey? Final thoughts. This is... Joey's favorite segment of the entire podcast. And this I've is the final...
0: Sorry,
1: go, go ahead. No, no, no. Mine's
0: a bunch of bullshit. What are you saying? No. Oh, I was just going to say, I was just going to say, I've noticed you've been doing the the final thoughts different, like, over the last couple of episodes. Is there a reason Ramps for that? Up. Just, oh.
2: <laughs> I love how much of a fan you are at the pub. <laughs> I'm sorry. No one's going to notice besides you. But every time I'm editing it, I go, I hope someone notices this shit. Because <laughs> I notice.
0: All details, all details up here. That's
2: love it. it. No, I mean, we just, it, it Basically, it's been coming up naturally different everywhere. Yeah. I mean, this episode, I have like 20 commercials to use. We only do one commercial break this time. So the final thoughts, it, it arrives when it does. There and it afterwards. Absolutely. <laughs> and because you've seen so many episodes of the podcast, and because you know how it goes, you know, final thoughts will start with our guest. And our guest is Kirsten.
0: Um, final, final thoughts. Final thoughts
2: on fears and phobias. Yeah. It can be a long or as short as you want.
0: Those yeah. Um, I mean fears and phobias it's it's like we've been saying I think that a lot of it is there to just protect us and through evolution has helped us along the way, but a lot of them are things that we've picked up through our life experiences and um, sometimes you just have to keep them in check those those. Random thoughts like me with public speaking—you have to remind yourself it's okay. You're not in danger, even though your body's telling you that you are. <laughs> right. So, yeah, it's it's interesting. It can be scary, but sometimes it'll it it just works out. It's okay. Absolutely, mm-hmm.
2: definitely. Dylan, do you want yeah. to go?
1: Sure. Yeah. Um, final thoughts are uh, are two things. Um, one of them, no one asked about the log cabin. Just throwing it out there.
0: I asked when we first got on. You said you were going to tell us later.
1: Really? Okay. All right. Yeah. My bad. I do remember <laughs> saying that. Um, uh, it's because of a couple things. Um, log like Escaping into the woods for the rest of my life is like a fantasy of mine. But I, then when I'm there, which I've done a bunch of times, I can't sleep at night. <laughs> so um, that's cool. Cruel joke. And typically my, my alien dreams are very much like... Um, honeymoon the movie um where barney hill style yeah honeymoon have you seen it kirsten
0: gonna see it Great the
1: movie. List. uh they go to a honeymoon a log cabin and she turns into an alien um terrifying and um so it's like it's this not weird... a spoiler
2: because he brought it up on episode 50 so like that's fine True. <laughs> oh, okay. it's like this All weird
1: right. dichotomy of like log cabin being like the ultimate thing and the most terrifying thing because it's dark and there's aliens there, so mm. it's kind of fucked. Um, and then um, with uh, phobias, uh, another thing that I think is with all phobias is worst case, you just die, whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that helps. It's actually not so bad of you to end it. <laughs> yeah, it helps, it helps. It's like, oh, you go up to public speak and, and, it's, and it's terrifying because it is. Worst case, you just drop dead.
0: Spontaneously. That's, that's it. There's nothing,
1: yeah. Like, that's, uh, you know, like, it's really kind of like, really ultimate. Like, peeing yourself is not, uh, is pretty bad up there, but, um, but <laughs> being <laughs>
2: yourself is worse. It probably is. I'll put that um, on the description. Peeing yourself is bad, but being yourself is the real tragedy. <laughs> so,
1: um, yeah, phobias. Uh, yeah. I've got, I've got mine, got my fears all right it's all right nothing to be worried about right it's all right figure that out so far yep Yep. Figured it out so far so that's uh that's my final thoughts heck yeah ready for mine no
0: yes
2: all right that's the podcast uh no uh, my, my my thoughts of it like i said every final thoughts we wrapped it all up together but i think that it's a big part of it we've been kind of touching on the whole time is that phobias they're not so irrational like they're irrational in modern society like you can't function the same way with them but they're all based on you know rational fears in your head spiders and snakes those are things that you're hardwired look at the way that apes or monkeys act they don't like them either like it means danger you're the the apes and monkeys and our ancestors that didn't fear snakes and spiders they never procreated they're all dead like they're like oh what's that boom oh you're dead like it's it's bad news so the fear response in your body that's an awful thing we're all trying to get away from it except for this time of year we're walking into a haunted house just to feel that feeling and you feel your heart rate increase you feel kind of sick to your stomach because all the blood in your body is going to your extremities your body's response is to increase adrenaline and add blood flow to your muscles in order to either fight or flight away. So your stomach feels sick, your face feels tingly, and you know your body's ready for that kind of shit. And I don't think that it is as much of a curse as it is a gift. It's like the same idea of people who are born without having the sensation of pain. Their life is miserable. They can never feel pain, which is sounds like a miracle. Like oh, you never get hurt. You don't have any headaches. If you burn yourself, you're fine. If you break your leg, you're not, but every Weird. single day they have to do body checks. They have to do all kinds of shit. They're trying to try and figure out: Am I okay? I can't tell if I'm sick.
1: It's my uh, arm snapped in half? While I was yeah, sleeping. I have no idea. <laughs>
2: did, I, did I scratch my face and now I have you know sepsis? I have no idea. I, I can't tell. That that fear response that's built into all, all of us is actually a gift as much as it is the curse that it is. And I think that's a huge part of all these phobias. Is that it's not just irrational. It's it's supposed to be there. It's is when it exceeds the fear you're supposed to have because animals that have the kind of fear, they don't think about when it's not happening. A squirrel doesn't think when it's burying an acorn. Hawks are scary. Fucking last week a hawk was here and it could be here any moment, but the moment there is a hawk around, it goes, and it freaks out (laughs) because it remembers and it locks in that mode. It's for a survival instinct. And it makes total sense to be afraid. And actually we have the... Privilege and the luxury of humans to want to be scared. We'll watch scary movies, we'll go to a haunted house, we'll be, oh, I want to feel that juice, that that adrenaline pump of being scared because we're so cushy in our lives now that being scared is a problem (laughs) and it is actually a disorder. What you're afraid of spiders? What's wrong with you? Get over it. (laughs) You know what you're afraid of going out to the public space for public speaking? What's what's so afraid of public speaking? There's no danger there. You're not going to die from talking public. Yeah, you will. Back in the ancient times, you used to say some stupid shit. And people go, I hate that guy. You're dead now. Like, it, it makes sense. You make enemies that way. It, it's all built in to true fears. It's only a phobia now because it affects your life. And because in modern society, you don't need to be afraid of that anymore. But it's not stupid. Phobias should be respected. People have them. You shouldn't tease them. You shouldn't fuck with them. We should try to get over them. I think for sure, like any psychological issue we have, we should try to fight our way over them. We should force ourselves to be in those situations and try to overcome them. I don't think we should just hold ourselves up, but at the same time, it's it's real, it's real fear. Fear of heights is oh, you know, you don't like flying, or you like being you know too high up. Yeah, because I'll fucking die. <laughs> like it's not it's not unfounded. And I think it's awesome. Phobia comes from the word phobos. Phobos is the Greek god who's the son of Aphrodite. Literally, his name means fear. And that comes with the entire circle of what that word means. And we even named all of these celestial bodies after different gods. And one of them is named right behind me. This rock behind me here is called Phobos. In other words, fear. This is one of the two satellites that's orbiting Mars right now. And it's so gigantic. It's only not called the moon because it's not big enough and not spherical enough. But if this thing decides to leave its orbit and smash into planet Earth, everything we know and love would be dead. It's even larger than the rock that hit when the dinosaurs died. And if you want any fear on your shoulders, you have Phobos right here, our closest neighbor. There's no closer celestial body that could destroy everything on the planet, all life, right behind me. And although that's dangerous, it's terrifying, it's fearful, it is Phobos. The word is fear. We're in no danger. We understand what it is. We can comprehend it. We shouldn't shutter it off and say, oh, nothing to worry about there. No, we should worry about it. But we can internalize. We can understand. We can fight our animalistic, our reptilian response or our amygdala and go up. That is fear. But we're okay. We're going to be all right. We have to live anyways. That's my final thoughts.
0: It was beautiful. Thank you. That was great. That's that. Before we go, I just want to say thank you guys so much. It's been an honor and a pleasure. Oh, that's our
2: job. Thanks so much for coming on. Yeah, no,
0: please. This was great. I really had a good time. I appreciate it.
2: You're such a fun guest. And honestly, probably our best guest, uh, Dom, you know, you're not better than this. I mean, we came no from way. an idea that was your idea. I always like talking about snakes for five minutes. Then we got into a 20 minute conversation. Now we're going long. I thought I was going to have to fill we had I had no con. I'm like, I have a list of like 10 words. We made it into a three hour podcast. I mean, you're just, you're just the best guest ever. Thank you. For I was for scared
1: on. to talk about fears and phobias because they scare me. And I was like, oh, I'm going to be a, I'm going to be a curmudgeon.
2: I'm
1: scared of that. And ends up, we have one of the best fucking episodes we ever had in 60-something, 64, 65.
2: This is 65. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Oh. yeah. So thank well, you so much. We love your yeah. ideas, and we are very excited to have you back on. Absolutely. Oh, thanks, guys. And if you would like to come back on, we'd love to have you back because, yep. honestly, best guest ever. Oh, thanks. I knew you would be, even if you did. You were
0: on. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah, this it. was
1: one where I knew you were on, and I was like, all right, don't have to, like... Let's see. This is going to be a, a guest that's going to flow very well with us, and we always look forward to that.
0: Mm. No, this is, this is not everyone. Good.
1: Not everyone is 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 uh, the perfect person to have on. So we thank you.
0: Oh. you guys are but... so nice. Well,
2: we're being Thanks
1: recorded.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just like save this like last five seconds for me and just send it over. I'll just take that. Bit. I'll just replay it when I feel like shit. You know. Yeah. whatever you're feeling.
1: Please <laughs> do. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not, yeah. I'm not so bad. I, I yeah. We love you. We can't wait for you back to come back on, and uh, and we hopefully we'll see you soon. And we hope you have a great
0: weekend. Yeah. Awesome. You put this
2: on the front page of LobstersOnly.com. <laughs> right, are Dylan, you we-
0: are you conceding? Is that what's happening here? Oh no
2: no I, I'm accusing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm teasing. This is me Got being it. sarcastic. Yeah. I just waiting for Dylan's response video because I have, I already told him I have the, uh, the the Trump card, which isn't for me to win, Is to bring us all together.
0: Oh, this is right. That's right. Uh,
2: mine, mine too.
0: I didn't record that's mine
1: because I wasn't in the mood. It was, that's uh, fine. That's uh, always it fun. was just a fucking bullshit week with work. And I was like, I'm not my best. So I can't make something good. I started doing it and it just wasn't flowing. And I was like, not flowing, not doing it. Trying yeah. to make this really fun yeah, thing. No, wait funny. Wait till you, you feel comfortable. It man. wasn't funny, and I was like, eh, it's just like it's just like half assed. But it was. I was trying really hard, but it still came off half assed. I was like, this mm. is not good. But uh, but I'm pretty certain that the thing in my head is going to make sure that you guys change your mind.
0: Mm.
1: We, we shall see. See. Yeah,
0: I can't. I look forward to that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> All right, Dylan, you want to wrap it up or wrap it up for us <laughs> yeah, there,
1: buddy? Sure. Yeah, definitely. Uh Thanks for uh, approving of our new website, LobstersOnly.com. <laughs> <laughs> This is the Dylan, Kirsten, and Joe from the Dylan Joe Basement Podcast. Basement
2: Podcast. This would it be? The uh, name <laughs> of the podcast, Dylan Joe yeah, Basement Podcast. Our,
1: our website is up for debate. And if you have any more ideas for a website name,
2: we'll just add it. Maybe, maybe we can call it CuckooPuckUpPeePants.com. We'll
1: <laughs> And we can and we'll call just... it
2: goggle.com because it's so close to Google. Give us
1: enough so we have a spinning wheel so we don't have to make a decision. We just let the wheel do the work.
2: Oh, man. Spin the wheel <laughs> episode. where We pick the name of the, the website. Oh, boy. Yeah, then it's just oh, boy. Then it's just butt.com. <laughs> Com.com.com. Yeah. But it's yeah. spelled out. Dot AI. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Dot um, net. That'd be good.
1: Um... So we'll see you guys next week, and uh, and
2: uh, that's all. We love you guys. Bye. Don't let your fears control you. As I fell out of a fucking
1: chair, so and they made me go. <laughs> yeah. This happened. Kirsten in like February <laughs> or March. I this is actually a great. Backwards. and phobia tie <laughs> I was in a computer chair on the laminate mat that goes over a carpet. Yeah, uh uh-huh. And then the back wheel went off it onto like a plush carpet and it ejected me backwards. Mid-air trying to catch myself, I threw up my back in the air before I even hit the ground. (laughs) And then I hit my head off the base of a table. It was a um, So I So I was fine, but I couldn't move. And I was like, my boss is- Fine, but you can't move. (laughs) Yeah, well, do you have back problems?
0: If one like runs at me aggressively from behind something, I'm That's like it. I'm I'm gonna send you to whatever god you follow. Like I don't. It's um, cold
1: straight out on the floor. I've got to sit there. It like hurts to go to the bathroom. Like somebody needs to help me go to the bathroom. Basically, yeah.
2: Oh, um, like an I'm gonna old have person. to be your uh, your stay at home nurse when you're fifty. <laughs> you're only thirty. <sighs> I know. I know. <laughs> I It'd wouldn't choose anyone else, Joe. I can wipe you, your ass so. for you and then you can yeah. pull on the paychecks from the medical device company that you're head up <laughs> now. Yeah, it's great, dude. It's not gay if it's two guys. And I'll tell you little silly anecdotes and stuff to keep us both off the fact that my hand is holding your sack so I can... Yeah, won't be the first time. <laughs> won't be the last either. <laughs> Being yourself is bad, but being yourself is the real tragedy. <laughs> I do like my dentist. His name is Dr. Herzog, just like the. Head. <laughs> Dylan, come in here. Let me check your bicycle bits and your my incisors. Cosmetics. You need an X-ray exam, Dylan. When's the last time you were in the office, <laughs> Dr. Herzog? He's, he's missing fantastic. the
1: accent, but he does drive an Audi, so he's old German. <laughs> and, um, so any comment is a good comment. So.
2: That's right, even the ones about Christ Yeah, Dylan Especially Joe, the ones you are the biggest piece of shit
1: in the world You're going to fucking hell and we think you suck We're like, thanks for writing, we appreciate a comment <laughs> In uh, line You know, fuck you, but thanks <laughs> Is that the same part of the brain
2: as Waterboy? Oh uh, no, that's the medulla oblongata <laughs> I just wanted to hear you say it <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mama say, alligator's so angry because they have all them teeth and no toothbrush. Well, the oh, there's no phobia for fear of God because we should all have it. It's normal. <laughs> That's what keeps us in line, apparently. Um, Without but that, no, we I, do uh... the, the savages.
1: Right. 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 And I mean that, and we're keeping that in.
0: God. So uh,
1: looking at nudie magazines with no shades on the windows, thinking the FBI is watching from the satellite. <laughs> That's
2: how they put tape on your webcam. <laughs> Don't don't the windows. They're looking at you <laughs> right through the webcam. <laughs> I grew up without having blinds. I don't know why.
4: This is a public service announcement. Your family, your children, and maybe even your parents want you to quit gambling because of how much you've lost. But I have news for them and maybe even you. You're only one big win away from digging yourself out of the hole that you've made. You can take the worst bet, and who knows? It might even win. And you'd be back. They just don't know that. And they'll never understand. You should take the worst bet you can find, because it's gonna win. And you'll be back to even. I learned all of these betting tactics listening to the Dylan and Joe Basement Podcast, and you should listen to. the money in my business. I'm no, small. no, no, no. I'll we'll act like we're friends. I'll say, "How's the business going?"
2: And I'll say, "Oh man, you know, I'm the sorry. margins are s- slim, slim." Yeah. That yeah.
0: was beautiful.
3: Thank you. That was great.